All right, we're recording. Yay! Welcome, everybody. Thank you all for joining us for a extra long session today. I'm glad everyone was able to do this. Yay! Maybe I can figure out my character and remember that I'm lawful good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like the first like five to ten sessions of a campaign, right? Is like. Figuring out who you are now. Figuring out who you are. Yeah. And obviously it changes, too, over time. Um, That's very true. <laughs> Amanda, your camera's still not working. Yeah, I think it's just my internet's being slow. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So it's not, like, doing anything. Because it looks like it's on. It's... I can see myself moving fine. Huh. Well, that sucks. It's the bandwidth issue. Yeah. Let me look at my bandwidth. Outgoing video up to 720. Is, is Paul torrenting anything? Are you torrenting anything, Paul? Paul. Paul. I think he's um, gaming. What are you doing? Playing Dark Souls. Cool. Uh, I'm not going through on this chat well. Uh, okay. Are you just playing Dark Souls or are you doing other no, things? I'm watching Netflix. Can you try pausing Netflix yeah. for a little bit? I'll uh, turn it off. Let me kill these guys real quick. Okay, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the he's playing in- Dark Souls and he's like, I just can't do it right now. <laughs> You're going to kill me. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the, that's the whole point of Dark Souls, right? Yeah. Is that they're gonna kill you? <laughs> Alright, well, we can start. And if I come in, this then that'll be cool. If not, then I guess that's life. Totally fine. I just wanted to let you know. I wasn't sure you were aware. Yeah, here's just bandwidth issues. I'm going to close other things on my internet as well. Alright, turn it off. All right. Are you seeing me? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. It may take a week for it to wake up for you. Yeah. Very true. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's, be, let's go ahead and get started. Um, The very next evening, each of them were visited by a member of the council, and each of them were offered a quest that would test their skills individually, because the council had to be sure they had selected the right heroes. So each of the heroes went on their individual quests. Amani needed to track down a poltergeist. She did so, putting it to rest and discovering the victim of a long, unsolved murder. Shivani was sent to retrieve a purloined artifact from the university from a powerful necromancer, Aramil, who would later become known as Aramil the Thrice Doomed. He needed the artifact to find the long-hidden tomb of a necromancer and to acquire the forbidden, long since, uh, forbidden knowledge long since buried within. Shivani made a deal with Aramil to take the artifact and help him steal it back in exchange for sharing in the lost knowledge of the necromancer. Kalvuna went and slew Grimhook, a devout follower of a dark snake cult. Yinfir had to negotiate the release of a hostage taken by a member of the guard who could not secure justice for her murdered father. He was able to prove the veracity of her claims and secure justice. Their quest completed, the heroes were summoned back to the council, where they were finally told the true reason for their tests. Alright, so, uh, you guys are all uh, currently in the council chambers. 
um, before the council. It is day 360 of year 699. Um, and then I believe, I may not get the wording exactly correct, but I believe the council just said, um, I guess it's finally time, I guess it's time we should tell you what exactly is going on here. That would be appreciated. A good change of pace. <laughs> um and just to remind you, uh, sitting in front of you um, are the five counselors of each of the different cities. There's Warder, who is a dwarven man uh, who represents the Honeycomb and is the current council lead. There is Anon, an elven woman who represents Crystallum. Uh, Riffin, a tabaxi woman who represents Partivian. Uh, Ziri, a minotaur woman who represents Parvavarlan. And Fertility, a tiefling man who represents Parvalandin. Um, and I think you all have... Uh, you know, obviously got to know a few of them a little bit better along the way. Uh, so Warder's the one talking right now. He's the dwarven man from Honeycomb. Uh, and he says, uh, he says, these of, uh, he says, these little quests of ours that if we've been, um, to put it bluntly, we've been testing you. Testing your abilities and testing your ability to work as a team and to follow directions and, uh, and maybe most importantly, use discretion when necessary. I give um, uh, Ian Fear a look that says, I'm not very good at discretion. This is what I'm like, that's all the other ones, okay, but that one's still no. <laughs> I give Una a little nod back that says, oh, I know. <laughs> um, he says, uh, We would like you to become a member of Test. Uh, test. Riffin says, "Yeah, test." She says, "Every 50- is that some sort of dumb acronym?" It is, in fact. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. She says, "Every every fifty years," um, she says, "for the last," she says, "for the last five hundred years, we've been sending a team, a topside." To explore the area around the Undernation and to determine if it's safe for us to return to the ground above. Wait, uh, what? She says we've been exploring the topside every fifty years to see if so, our, our people may return. Let me get this straight. <laughs> I have been down here. In this pit, eating mushrooms for two years for no goddamn reason. <laughs> Fertility says, I, I, I understand your uh, anger there, Una. Um, oh, do you? <laughs> do you really think you do? <laughs> I, I believe I might have a, a handle on it. I, he says... He says, we have a good reason for not letting people above ground. Um, he says, uh, we've sent nine exploration teams topside in the past 500 years. All of them were able to scout initially around here for a little while, but eventually, at some point in their expeditions, they would not return. Well, they sound like a bunch of fucking idiots. Um, they, uh, uh, they, they just vanished. We're, presume, we're presuming they're dead. 
Ziri uh, speaks up and she says, uh, she says, we, uh, in Parvavarlin, we have eyes on the caves that lead to the entrance of the Undernation. She says, um, she says, these, these groups, these groups would, would scout out for three or four scouting missions, uh, and then inevitably would just, would fail to return. So, clearly, what we deduced from that was that it was still not safe for for our people to return to the above. Water says, um, so, as members of TEST, which, yes, is an acronym for the Topside Exploration Survey Team. Una's beyond that. She's just sitting there seething. <laughs> um, you would have to realize that this could, in fact, be a suicide detail. Because, well, we're 0 for 9 on these on these survey exploration teams. Hmm. <clears throat> um, I'm down. Um, he says, we, we, we have reasons for choosing each of you. Um, fertility is like, yes, Una, we obviously picked you since of everyone in the Undernation, you have the most experience with the above ground. And we know that you are eager to return to your home. Perhaps. Yeah, because that's where I live. He says, perhaps your home is somewhere near here. We don't know. Um, he says, but it's also important that you not tell the people of your, of your quest. We 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 have strict rules. We have strict rules for, uh, for for people not being able to go above ground for a reason. It's very dangerous up there. But also, we don't want the danger following anybody back down. And he says, and that's also why we picked you, Yenfer, as a, as a member of the Under Nation who's used their position to flaunt the rules and go above ground well I mean that's typically that typically carries a harsh punishment up to and including death wait who's been above ground he points at Yin ah and he says hmm. uh, we uh of course of course the guards at Parv of Arlen you pulled your rank on immediately reported your excursions but uh since we were so close to the uh to the commencement of the next test commencement, uh, to next next test gathering, we thought you might instead be a better candidate for that. For death, better than death. Death is a possible solution, um, possible punishment. He says we no one's been executed for that for quite a long time. Uh, usually, people take the punishment they get for their first or second excursion and and then stop doing it. <laughs> or they don't return. Sorry, rank? Excuse me? Good question. Rank? Rank? You said he pulled rank on the, the guards. Oh, I, I, mean, I wasn't aware that clerics held that high of a position. He is, he is a man of the cloth and, and, of course, carries a lot of respect with him in the, in the undernation. Does he? <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. 
I know a priest of calamity that would not agree. <laughs> um, Yen, Yen, Yen has made quite a name for himself in the Undernation, especially after that whole affair with the nobles. What affair with the nobles? This seems like something I should yeah, know about. In the fair. It's awesome. Um, all of you have maybe heard rumors of, of some sort of situation where um, Yen, you know, and, and depending on who you were in your station, you may have heard it slightly differently. Uh, so, uh, Shivani, the, ver- the version that you probably heard was that uh, was that Yen like strong armed and bribed and blackmailed some nobles out of their house in order to hold hold a bunch of dirty peasants. I'm like really proud of you for coming out of your shell a bit. Um, like, good for you, man. The rest of you maybe have heard a slightly different version of the story where, you know, Yen was able to convince a noble house to, to hold some peasants, etc., etc. So, uh, Fertile says, maybe you can explain the situation, Yen. Well, and I forget the name of the battle, but we there was a a battle near, near the, the noble's house and you know, after some conversation, they did volunteer to allow us to hold, house the injured there for a time until they had all recovered and been able to return to their homes. Wait, when did you get laid? <laughs> what? Different, different what? kind of affair. Oh, boring kind of affair? Yeah, well, more of, a, more of an event than an affair. Mm-hmm. She goes back to just seething. <laughs> What's the nature of the? What do we think it is the nature of the danger? Still remains on the surface. Um, Anon says, "Well, that's that's what we're trying to figure out." Uh, for the last expedition, fifty years ago, we. We created some magical items that we sent along with them to monitor their health. Um, unfortunately, we, we can confirm that they did die, but we cannot confirm where they died. How long after they left, precisely, did they die? It was on their fourth expedition. It was two and a half weeks after they left. So their fourth expedition, did they come back between expeditions? Yes, and if you accept this post, you will also... It's not It's not we just send you out there and hope you find something and come back later. It's, it'll be a series of excursions. You know, starting close and expanding further and further from the comforts of the Undernation. For we, we know that you have lives here and people that you don't wish to leave behind permanently. <laughs> Most of you. She says, kind of eyeing Una hoitily. <clears throat> All right. Well. Uh, and uh, Riffin says, and obviously, um, uh, she says, obviously, uh, Amani, we chose you because. I was going to go anyway. <laughs> well, there's that, but also, we know that you have things that you seek that may be above ground. Okay. Um, I mean, I 
don't know about the rest of you. But... She says, "You don't. We appreciate your immediate acceptance, but she says we understand that this is a a very difficult decision. So, um, we will. We are happy to give you until the first day of the new year to decide." Okay. When is that again? Uh, it is in four like days. days. Or I guess right, four or five days. Day year. So five days, because you've got th- four days left of this year. So in five days, it'll be the first day. So. Um, Water says, so, uh, any questions for us? <laughs> was it was it the fourth excursion that killed all the groups that you'd sent? No, not necessarily. Um, though, I mean, the excursions, you know, the records as you go back further, you know, the, there's not, we, we don't know much about those first, first few tests. Um, they, uh, yeah, you know, those those notes, those notes aren't as detailed as we would have liked currently. Um, but uh, generally, uh, generally, most 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 of the excursions have made it to at least three. One made it to six. Uh, one of them, one of them didn't make it past the second. So it's uh, what we can tell you what we know about the area around. The under nation currently. Uh, I mean, could we have access to these records? I'd like to compare them to our own. Of course, we can. We can. We can. We can arrange that. How do you know that they didn't just find something better to do and take their deaths? Well, for he says, you said powerful people out there. He says, "Well, for tests one through eight, we we don't a hundred percent know that, which is why we created the uh, the badges for test nine." Uh, and he's like, and he he opens a drawer and he pulls out four uh, kind of uh, shoulder patch size pieces of cloth that he puts down on the table. Uh, each one is a is a it's got like a yellow circle in the background, uh, and then five. Uh, shapes over top of it, a diamond at top, uh, two triangles below it, and then two triangles below that. Um, I will send you a screenshot of what that looks like. Uh, and uh, he says these. Uh, he says these. These will let us know uh, the general state of your well-being. He says, we used them in the last test, and so that's how we know for sure that they have passed on this mortal coil. You send those I'm going to put it in the messenger group. I don't think I need the time. I'll accept as well. Fertility says, oh, that's good to hear, Yen. That, that makes things a lot easier for all of us. Did you get a new desk? Is that what's up with this picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got my old desk, which, as you can see, was very narrow for a person my size. Yes. Was aggravating my plantar fasciitis. And so 
That's uh, this, pretty cool. That's nice. This new desk is much nicer. It's very, very nice. Gosh darn it. Well, I don't have access to Messenger because I don't know my password. <laughs> I can get to it on my phone, just not anywhere else, apparently. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. I'll also put that as the featured artwork for this episode for those of you listening at home if you're curious what that looks like. <laughs> oh, speaking of, if you go to the, if you look, go to the Tales from the Loop by Tales from the Loop site, I did put up Jason drew an image of the uh, of the group. Actually, I'll just put it in the messenger as well. It's really good. Anyway, did what? He drew he drew an image of the characters from last night's session. Nice. Nice. I don't think I have. On our uh, villains, uh, that's, he's oh, just—he's—he's yeah, j- just about done with it. I've seen the the pencils. He's just got to finish inking it. Um, he's cool. Who ended up in it? Uh, Badger, uh, Killarney, Conmore, um, uh, Laosian, Narakesh, uh Zoraster. Felkir's in there, right? And Lord of Felkir, yeah. I was recently re-listening to uh, an episode, the episode where we killed the Felkir, mm-hmm. and I forgot that you, like, fucking one-shotted him. <laughs> was that me who did the one-shot? Yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. with, like, a, a, one of my, like, level... Fireball. A huge fireball. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah, I was re-listening to episodes because um, for the one shot that I did last weekend, you guys didn't quite look close enough, but all the frozen people on the side were people who we had no idea what happened to at the end of the last campaign. Oh, damn! <laughs> I wish, I wish we looked close. So, like, Badger and were in there, and <laughs> um, uh, Grim was there, and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's delightful. delightful. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Hi, Brian. That who are Anders. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, so he says. Water uh, says. So Yin, you're in. Uh, uh, Amani, you're in. Una, I'm assuming. Do you need four days, Una? Or are you are you in? Did you say you'll think about it? You'll think about it. Shivani, I'm sure I'm sure you need three days, four days. Oh no, not at all. It is it's my honor to accept this prestigious appointment. <clears throat> um, he says we'll be uh, we'll be furnishing each of you with a uh, with a uh, with an above ground wilderness survival outfit and kit. Uh, all your. Uh, all the supplies you'll need to survive ab- above ground. Um, he says these. Uh, he says when you when you are when you are ranging above ground, uh, these you, these. Uh, he points to the badges on the, t- the thing. He says these should magically attach to your shoulder just to keep us uh, informed of your health. It just tells you about health. That's all. If you're alive or dead. 
depressed. He says, <laughs> um, he says, I imagine full disclosure that, uh, that we could probably use them to scry on you, but, uh, Oh, we'd only do that if it looked like you were about to die. I mean, have you ever considered using the portable hole and keeping somebody on watch? We thought about that uh, after Expedition 8 ended so gruesomely. Um, <laughs> Real encouragement there, hon. <laughs> uh, however, our big concern is is it's there's no guarantee that um, somebody couldn't use that to get to us. Hmm. Yeah, unlike your uh, unlike your flail snail expedition, you won't have a safety net for this one. Okay. We will, of course, provide you all the uh, supplies and rations you you need. But uh, yeah, aside from that, okay. Uh, Anon says, uh, well, it is quite an honor to be chosen for this exploration team. Uh, obviously, of all the denizens of the Undernation, we can only select four or five. We feel a small focused task group is the best bet and the least likely to draw people back to our sanctuary here underground. Makes sense. Um, she says, um, the exorbitant payouts we gave you for your first two quests, feel free to use those for any sort of um, magical sundries you need or um, hedonistic excursions before you go above ground. <laughs> um, that money is, we intentionally gave you essentially hazard pay up front um, for this great service you're doing to the under nation. So we're not getting any other pay? Uh, we'll pay you, of course, at the end of each expedition. You can consider you can consider this payment up front for your first one. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your primary objectives above ground will be surveying, mapping, and just finding out what's out there. We need to figure out if we can live above ground again. Okay. And All if right. we can't, what's preventing us from doing so? Well, certainly seems straightforward enough. You sounded like you had peanut butter in your mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a little... Was a little <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so. <clears throat> well, I'd like to go screw around in the records if I can. Of course. Um, though, preferably, you'll be studying and not. You know. Yeah, there won't be any screwing around in the records. That was that was Sean, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get not gonna go get laid in the stacks. 
All right. Um, does anybody have any questions for the council? Uh, actually, I guess order says, does anybody have any questions? Otherwise, you're free to free to enjoy your next few days before the new year. What? Well, I think just access to the records and see what we can see would be would be the best. Give Una a few days to calm down. I glare at him. <laughs> I studiously avoid her, gla- her gaze. Her glare. <laughs> Alright, well, um, uh, in that case, uh, you're all free to go. Um, if you need to... She's already gone. <laughs> okay, then. Um, the rest of you, if you are wanting to... Uh, Check out the previous test records. You're welcome to do so at any time. We've been you've been given authorization to come and go for that as you please over the next four days. Um, and uh, obviously, you can seek out any of your local represent representatives at uh, if you have any more questions. Uh, we're all planning on heading back to our homes for the new year. So, so are we leaving on the new year then? Uh, we'd like you to report back here in the new year, uh, and then yes, you'll be leaving on on the first of seven hundred. As is is precedent. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the records as well. Okay. Uh, You okay? So, uh, uh, Yin and Amani are heading to the records. Una stormed out. Shani, what are you doing? You've got a few hours before you're meeting with uh, with Aramil. Right. I, I will join them at the uh, looking through the records. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, forbidden knowledge. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys are led um, to essentially a vault um, that is that's kind of like uh, deep into the uh, center of the complex and actually underground. Uh, there's like a big metal door with a series of intricate locks. Point of order, isn't everything underground? It's under underground. <laughs> under underground. <laughs> Is this a lower K, right? You know what I meant. <laughs> it's like a thumb sub I mean, you are technically correct, and that is, of course, the best kind of correct. So. <laughs> <laughs> the salt in your gaze, though, is pretty intense. Thank you for that. Especially with a little sweater vest on. Yeah. Well. I the angriest Mr. Rogers you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, you, you guys go to the records room. Uh, this big metal door opens up. There's a series of intricate locks, some mechanical, some arcane. Uh, and it opens up uh, into essentially a Almost like um, one of those like study alcoves they have at a library. It's you know not much. It's four people could fit in there, and that's about it. Uh, there's like a table with the four chairs, uh, and then there is two kind of bookshelves along the wall uh, with about twenty shelves. Uh, and uh, on the first shelf, there's like three. There's like three books, and then. The second shelf has two books, and then the third shelf has like four books, and so on and down. 
through nine different shells. Um, uh, and then the tenth shelf and then the other ten are empty. Okay. Well, I, I pick up the first one and start looking for names to see if there's any of my family names recognizable. All right. Um, so you find those records on the first page of each of the first books. They, they kind of detail who was selected and why. Uh, and you do not find any names of your, your family members. Really? Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Were there any other clerics of Gwenely that went along on this? Um, each expedition actually had a cleric. Um, I think maybe half of them or so were Gwenly clerics. Okay. And you get the idea that the composition of each of these teams is actually not too dissimilar from your own. Uh, they had uh, somebody somebody who could do like ranging and tracking. Uh, somebody who was incredibly tough and could you know, stand up in a fight. Uh, they had somebody, you know, of high intelligence from the university, and then they had, you know, somebody, somebody. That is not attractive. And then, and, <laughs> and then, you know, some, you know, somebody from the cloth to, uh, you know, pray for guidance and heal and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. is going to start with the most recent journal and get an idea of what sort of what the conditions are in these these places, what the potential threats might be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, um, uh, all, uh, uh, the journals all kind of agree on the area initially around the under nation, uh, is forested. Um, uh, from the, from the, from the kind of records, you can tell that, uh, it's a fairly young forest, uh, because the trees in the most recent expedition are much taller than the trees in the first expedition. Um, you know, so over you know five hundred years of tree growth, um, which means that these you know, which means that if they if they've been growing that much over the five hundred years, that they're relatively young forest and not a not a older forest. Um, you get the idea that um, they didn't they didn't come across any sentient life, but they did have you know various fights with jungle beasts, uh, jungle beast forest beasts, you know, bears and um, big cats, uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Uh, large birds that swoop down from the sky and attack them. Cool. Um, and these beasts all have, you know, incredibly, I mean, you've never, you know, you, a bear, what's a bear? None of you have ever seen a bear before. <laughs> you know? It's like this, this six, the six and a half foot tall furry creature with huge fangs and powerful lever arms and, you know, things. Must things, be a kind of mushroom. Things of that nature. Um, Interestingly, um, uh, all all the um, editions from I think the fourth edition and on uh, have they talk of a blind that had been set up that they uh, usually tried to make it to in their first expedition. Uh, oh. That kind of gave them a little bit of a they could, a place they could look out further <clears throat> from, um, and. Uh, Expedition 8 uh, mentioned at the end of their last expedition that they found what they thought looked like signs of civiliz- some sort of uh, civilization or like intelligence uh, that they were planning on exploring the next time, uh, but they never recovered the book from that right. next time. They never what? They uh, So this was like Expedition 2. Uh, they said, oh, we think we see signs of some sort of intelligence uh, to the west, 
Uh, we're going to explore that next time, and then they didn't come back from their next expedition. Okay. Uh, expedition 9 tried to find those signs, but was unable to do so. Kitten. Yeah. Oh, somebody's yelling. Who's got the scrims? Gypsy is being very whiny. Oh, Gypsy. See? She just wants attention. Oh, hey, baby. All the attention. Hey, Chris, do we have a um, map of the Under Nation in the chat? I'm looking for one, but uh, I don't it's, see it. I have it up in roll 20 right now. Oh, okay. That works. I roll 20 open, too. It's just behind chat. <laughs> Okay. So, um, what other questions do you have about these books? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and mostly, um, all I mean, in all the expeditions that you know they're exploring this this forest, uh, and in none of them, except for the except for that brief mention in book eight, do they find any signs of intelligent intelligent races or life? So, no ruins or anything like that either. Um, not that they've been. Uh, they, they, they did find some ruins, but not like nothing recent. Like because they obviously they knew that there was a, a nation that lived here before. But mm. okay. um, are there any descriptions in the books of any um, besides the blind? Any big landmarks or something we can use to you know to guide us by? Well, yeah. that's what I was going to do. I was going to write down directions and. Mm-hmm. Landmarks, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, you get the idea that the Undernation um, is located beneath uh, what is kind of a a tall and singular peak, um, uh, and the exit from the Undernation is kind of outside. Uh, it's kind of uh, in the foothills around this this peak. Uh, so the that peak is often kind of how people orient themselves to where what direction they are at. Um, uh, you, you get the you get a couple of unusual looking tree descriptions and rock formations uh, and a few creeks and rivers um, that run nearby. Uh, and did the previous uh, groups do any mapping? Uh, yeah, they all have they all have um, some some map. Each of the each of the expeditions uh, in their books has maps of. What they saw on their expedition. So, well, we might want to take copies of all of that until we can orient. The scribe who's here, kind of uh, overseeing all this, says, uh, "We actually have a a compiled map that we can we can give you guys." Um, Very good. That would be excellent. Out of character, you won't have that map this week. <laughs> In character, you have access to it immediately. <laughs> um, while you guys are doing that, Una, what are you doing? Um, so they kind of told us where the exit area is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Is it close or no? Um, remind me, I'm sorry, what was your alignment again? 
believe this one scooping out of it. Uh, uh, it was it was it was a sincere question. I forget. <laughs> I'm awful good. Lawful good. Yeah. Okay. Oh god, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, it, uh, they said it's set up by Par of Arvalon. Everyone everyone knows where the exit is. Uh, okay. So that's fine. All right, cool. I'm just gonna go get a snack, something to drink, head back and wait for you in. All right. But outside. What uh, was your alignment again? All the all the street vendors are ser- selling like variations on like mushroom dishes and like <laughs> soups and breads, and it it does nothing to help your your temper. <laughs> I don't know why she just buys one and immediately throws it out just to show how pissed she is. <laughs> She's like, fuck this! Um, Alright, so you, you, you kind of sulk, you kind of uh, stalk around pacing and angling. Oh, sulk is good. Oh, sulk <laughs> is good. I, I said stalk. But Salk is also good. I thought you started with Salk and then you corrected to Stalk. <laughs> you still have st- s- Skulk. Salk, Stalk, and Skulk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, while everyone else is inside. Um, Alright, uh, any other questions you guys on the inside have? Now, how did they get these books? Well, I mean, these are the expeditions that came back. Ah, okay. Yeah. Are, isn't there expeditions you said that didn't come back, that, but there's books here? There's no books for the expeditions that didn't come back. But at the last trip, there's nothing, but there's like a log for each previous trip. Yeah. yeah. So, so we log and then we bring back every single time our log. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Things like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Captain's Log. <laughs> Love it. Um, actually, I did. I did have one question. Was there anything? <laughs> was there anything that the uh, uh, the logs indicated, like in their, like the first book for each expedition, mm-hmm. was like? Because being underground people, was there anything that they said, like supply wise or item wise or something that they were like? Man, we wish we had thought of bringing this with us in the in the, in the first place. <laughs> Most people just complain about the sun's effect on the skin. <laughs> um, that the sun apparently it burns if you stand out of it too long. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it burns. Um, unfortunately, sunscreen isn't isn't something that's widely available yet. So, uh, wide-brimmed hats became more and more common as the expeditions got later. Okay. Um, and then you also get the idea that people just, you know, weren't anticipating, like, the variations in temperature. It gets cold at night and hot during the day, and and the weather, you know, is very something that's, they, you know, in any, all the expeditions was just something they never really got used to. Um. So, you know, those are those are sort of the gotchas that they've learned from. So, uh, it sounds like in this tradition, in this kit kit that they're going to be providing you, there'll be you know, essential camping supplies, um, you, know, uh, you know, protection from the elements, 
uh, and uh, and such things. Okay. Cool. I think I've read enough. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go looking for Una. She's probably calmed down at least a little bit by now. Yeah. Um, uh, and Shivani, you realize that you need to get going because uh, you've got to get to your meeting. Um, yeah. Ju- just a reminder, because uh, it would be fresh in your minds. Maybe if it's not fresh in your player minds, uh, Una, you did agree to go with Shivani on this. Uh, on this meeting uh, with with uh, Aramil, so. Well, assuming I can find her. <laughs> yeah. Also, Amanda, I don't know if you were talking, but your mic is muted. I didn't say anything. I just like. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, the scribe says, "Well, are you all done in here for today?" Um, yeah, I You are, of course, welcome to come and peruse these at any time. Uh, and she shuts the door and locks all the locks and cants a few words to reactivate the arcane locks. And... Neat. Uh, and then waves a hand, and the middle door itself just kind of vanishes into the wall. <laughs> That's a pretty cool trick. She says, "We uh, these are some of our most valuable artifacts. We... <laughs> We care very much about their ensuring their safety. Okay. All right. Well, wonder. I will head back to my village. I will go look for Una. All right. Uh, you find her uh, outside, kind of standing there, leaning against uh, uh, a kind of crystalline sculpture. That's in the courtyard of the of the uh, of the council. A couple of discarded like mushrooms on a stick around her. <laughs> There's a few birds pecking at some mushrooms that uh, seem to have ended up. Being bird? Not birds, bats. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so. So, Una, are you, are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, that's good enough to hear. Uh, I have an appointment. Uh, are you available to accompany me, Una? Yeah, sure can. Why not? Be and I push away from the sculpture and start walking. So what's this all about? Oh, I just have a meeting with someone, and and I think a, a little extra muscle could be very uh, good for making sure that he doesn't get any funny ideas. What kind of person is this, and why are you meeting with them? Oh, a most disreputable one. And, <laughs> um... <laughs> because he could be uh, potentially of use. Fair enough. Would you like another pair of hands? I suppose the more the merrier. Alright, I'll tag along. So is this like a helping out a 
blossoming friendship kind of thing, or is this hiring me a pair of couple mercenaries type of thing? I I asked because if it's a burgeoning friendship kind of thing, then you get the two of us, but you know, we act according to our own sense of morals. While if it's a hiring thing, then we act according or at least I do act according to your sense of morals. I'll I'll continue to act according to my own morals, thank you very much. <laughs> but I'll I'll make certain nobody dies. So that, that's helpful. Unless they deserve it, right? I'm just saying. That'd be a bit rare, but okay. <laughs> I'd like to believe that we can become great friends. Sounds good. I, I just wanted to know what expectations were up front. <laughs> that was all. Uh, I look at them all and I say, uh, do you Oh, need- you're here? <laughs> I thought you left. Okay, I did leave. All right, I, I wasn't sure what was happening. I was well, you were kind of walking out as as they were having. As it was happening, yeah, yeah I was like, okay. Uh, I, I take my to point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's up to you if Imani sort of paused and listened in. <laughs> Definitely paused and listened in, and and then went on. Fuck <laughs> it, I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> Still not sure about the rich one. These people seem like a lot of trouble. <laughs> so we so anything really which we ready for, like, fireballs at our face, or being sent into an open or a bunch of other thugs on his side. If he does throw any fireballs, feel free to dismember him in the most gruesome manner possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fireballs are just rude. I think Una generally feels that freedom. <laughs> I will angle along with them. Yep. All right. So uh, you head down to uh, Lower Crystallum. Um, to the lower city down there where um, Aramil has asked to meet you. Uh, you guys get to uh, to a uh, kind of it's kind of a uh, almost looks like a boathouse. It's got like a little dock that extends into the lake, uh, but no boats, and it looks a little run down. Um, and uh, as you as the three of you approach, uh, you hear a little voice say, "Hey, it's a lot of company you got there, Shivani." I look around for the homunculus. Uh, I exaggeratedly like look too high for whatever the voice is coming from. That's my uh, point. Uh, it's it, it is sitting on the corner of the boathouse, almost like a gargoyle. Um. Oh. oh, there you are. Yes, these are just friends of mine. Um, if the two of you wouldn't mind waiting out here, I shouldn't be more than a few moments. Yeah, that, oh, sure. This thing's adorable, and I pick it up by the scruff. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's like it's sitting on a roof, like above you. It's uh, okay. Uh, it does. She it is does, very tall. That is true, actually. You know, fine. Yeah, you pick it up by the scruff. <laughs> and it says, uh, "It says, hey, put me down." Oh, and it talks too. Look, I am aware 
that my appearance might be cute, but my master is anything <laughs> but. I'm going to pull out like some jerky and like a long piece of jerky and like wave it above its face. He snatches it, starts eating it. Give its belly a little, a little scritch. Um, he looks at you. Uh, he, he looks at you and, uh, and says, "This means nothing." And then he just swipes. He swipes at Yin with some claws, and then starts eating the jerky. Uh, Marvelous. Inside the boathouse, uh, it is. You have dark vision, right? You're a, I do. You're an elf. Uh, there is no lights. Um, uh, Aramil is in there. Um, he's just kind of sitting in a corner, um, uh, kind of uh, fidgeting with like what looks to be like a gold coin that he's kind of like flipping into the air and like catching on the backs of his fingers and kind of rolling back and forth. Uh, uh, Chris, despite my play of bullshittery outside, I am, you know, professional mercenary, so I'm paying a lot of attention to any sounds coming from inside. Oh, absolutely, there. absolutely. I, assumed, <laughs> I assumed as much. Um. And uh, he kind of flips the coin up in the air, catches it, um, and then, like, opens his hands, and it's gone. Uh, and he says, uh, I thought I told you not to bring anybody. No, your little homunculus didn't tell me that. He just told me to meet you here. The expectation was you would meet me here alone, not bring a hit squad with you. Well, expectations are not verbal commitments. Mm. He says, oh. uh, he says... Clearly there was, a little, there was a little complication with our plan. He says, yes, the gym was all... not in the, uh, in the domicile where it was supposed to be. Yes, I'm well aware. I did my best to make sure it would remain there over the evening, but alas, um, it has returned to the university, but... Should not be that big of a complication, given that you have removed it from the university before. We just simply need to reenact your plan. I don't think my plan will work anymore, seeing as I'm expelled from the university. But I'm not. Hmm. I'm listening. He says, uh, he says, I, I spent several years working my way into the uh, into the confidence of Professor Katra. So what are you going to do to get his confidence? Professor Katra? Katra. Katra? Mm-hmm. Is this someone that I know? Uh, yes, he is the lead diviner for the university. He, he, te- he is the head of the entire div- divination school. Oh. Not really my area of specialty, unfortunately. He says, do you know how hard it is to pull one over on somebody who can see the future? It's difficult. No, it's quite an impressive feat. And now he's going to be watching it extra closely because he knows that I'm after it. Well... Might there be some way to distract or divert his attention for a short while? You tell me. Well, you seem to have built up a good, close relationship with him. Is there anything he likes? Any points of, of uh, that can be exploited? Favorite 
wines, favorite meals. He, he is quite a fan of above-ground artifacts. Oh, interesting. That's like everything in my wallet. <laughs> I see. So if I were to acquire some manner of above-ground artifacts and tease his attention with it for a while, this could give you an, the opening you need? It could give you the opening you need. I'll be arrested on site if I go to the university. You can always find some sort of disguise for you. He says, he says, Professor Kartra is a, is a diviner. Do I do he could, he could see truly through any illusion that I could muster. Well, it doesn't have to be an illusion, necessarily. He says, look, I trusted you. You came into my domicile, and you promised... And I acted with the most honest of intentions. The fact that things didn't go exactly the way I planned doesn't mean I was deceptive. He says, no, and if I thought you were being deceptive, you would be dead right now. And then your zombie would be infiltrating the university. And then probably being turned as it was back at the end. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What does matter is if I thought that you weren't up to the task, you wouldn't be alive. I think you can do it. And I'm a patient gnome. Do you know where in the university the gym is being kept? He says it is. He says Professor Cartra has a as a relic vault. He says uh, it has many wards on it. He says I was able to get the gym on loan from Professor Cartra. I see. He says. He says I I'm not sure that his his vault is penetrable. So, that's something you're going to have to work on with me. He says, now I understand this might take might take a few weeks. I'm patient. I can handle this. But what I can't handle is deception and lies. So I need you to look me straight in the face right now and tell me that you're on board for this. Dear Aramid, I am... 100% behind you so long as you remember that you are to share any discoveries you make with me. He says, well, if we pull this off, we'll be there together opening the vault for the first time. It will be a momentous occasion, I'm sure. So, I will... Do what I can to learn more about Professor Cartra and see what circumstances I may be able to ply from him. See if perhaps he would entrust me with a gym and then we could concoct some manner of robbery by whence it leaves my possession. Or perhaps you can simply say I'm using it for above-board purposes while we're using it for not-so-above-board purposes. We'll figure it out as we go. But this is at least somewhere to start. Okay. 
Okay. Can I can I expect you to be around this hovel? Should I need you again? Or <laughs> um, he says, if you need to get a hold of me, he says. He says there is a uh, a postal box. He says in the corner near your home. He says, drop a red pebble under the mailbox, and I will meet you at this place that evening at nine p.m. I'll I'll check it in the morning. So make sure make sure you you do it before noon. Very good. Well, until next we meet, it has been as ever a pleasure. Shivani, you just remember, trusting you on this, if you sell me out, I will vaporize you from this earth. I always keep my word, darling. All right. Meanwhile, outside, uh, the homunculus has finished his jerky uh, and <laughs> kind of flies back up to the uh, corner of the roof. Phrases I didn't think I'd hear today. Yeah. <laughs> the homunculus finishes his jerky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so Shivani will come out and say, "Well." Um, that was a splendid conversation that my friend and I had. And, and as you're Thank leaving, you. uh, by the way, you do hear a popping sound, uh, and you look back, and he's gone. I do appreciate the both of you accompanying me. Thankfully, neither of your services were required, but it has been a great little friendship excursion, if nothing else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three of us now. <laughs> so what do the rest do the two of you plan on doing with your evening <clears throat> visiting some gin soaked little corner bar and sure are you in I, was... I can't say that's how I normally spend my my weekend but you know what why not I'm feeling a particularly jovial mood you can come slumming with us for a while Yes, I shall slum it with a peasantry. <laughs> we know just the place. <laughs> All right. So, do you, take him, do you take him to uh, which which place do you take him to? Um, uh, the Heroes Mead Hall was that place you the tavern you went to went to on that's on the shelf, kind of near here. I want whatever the equivalent in this town is of the brass rail. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my. Uh, uh, you go to the Silver Fang, uh, which is actually here in the lower city. It's not too far from where you're at already. Um, nice. Uh, it is uh, the diviest of dive bars. You come in, the floor is sticky. Uh, there's... Um, there's uh, people kind of up on a up on a on a table dancing. Um, you don't think they're employed by the bar, but you're not sure. <laughs> uh, 
There's a couple people throwing punches over on one side of it. Uh, meanwhile, a bartender kind of spits on the bar and then kind of wipes it down. I go up, I give him some coin in return for uh, three L's and three, like, shots of whiskey. Three L's and three shots, that'll be three copper total. Sweet. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I love these kind of blazes. <laughs> Where's my money? Um, and I bring it back to the table. Um, uh, do you tip them at all? Yeah, I'll tip them with copper. Alright. Obliged. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he hands you three three well-worn mugs uh, filled I didn't with... realize we had it in medieval times. I thought it was like Europe. <laughs> uh, three well-worn mugs of uh, of kind of watery ale. Fun daddy light. <laughs> yeah, PBR. Uh, <laughs> in fact, there is a blue ribbon hanging off the off the <laughs> off the cask. Nice. I bring it back to the table and I take like prepared for the watered down ale. I take the initiative and. Dump them. Oh no! He actually he, he just took the, the this bottle of of whiskey and just poured it in there for you. Oh, okay, good. Because otherwise you'd have to wash two glasses, and that's just. <laughs> I pass out the drinks as I sit down. I uh, I very very closely watch Shivani <laughs> just because I want to see what happens. She she will she will sniff the mug. And, oh, oh. <clears throat> well, um, shall we toast something? Or I'm not sure how it, how it's done in this part of town. Do you do you um, say well, anything in particular? Or? The, the first one we drink, we uh, we say a toast. So if you've got one, um, and then as we drink it, we pat our heads. So. That's the first drink, and, and yeah, all right, so, okay, okay. Yes. He's fucking with you. He's fucking with you. <laughs> that's, that's too obvious. That's embarrassing for us <laughs> to be sitting here with the person that. And that's this is embarrassing for me. Yeah, and you, kidder. <laughs> <laughs> to potentially getting the fuck out of here, and I raise my glass. <laughs> To find it, getting Luna home. Drink. <clears throat> All right, you guys have a. You guys drink your ale. It is very, very watery, <laughs> pale ale. Uh, <laughs> with a shot of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's around two whiskeys. Mm. It still tastes like water. Um, Maybe just whiskey. Uh, at some point, uh, uh, a fight breaks out, uh, and somebody gets knocked into your table, knocks over like your remaining drinks. Uh, cool. I get up and I grab him and I throw him to the other side of the bar. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, everyone kind of cheers as you do that. <laughs> um, 
And uh, he kind of gets up, shakes himself off, and rushes at you, trying to tackle you. Can I use his momentum to push him off the other way? Yeah, yeah. These these people have absolutely no combat training, uh, and you guys are level three, so <laughs> you absolutely man. You can just manhandle uh, this person. Okay, I'm gonna grab him and put him into a sleeper hold and just let him pass out and then like put him in the corner. <laughs> uh, people cheer even louder as you put his unconscious self into a corner of the bar. Always appreciate thankfulness with three drinks. And I sit back down. <laughs> Uh, a couple people uh, buy drinks for Una, the outsider, who has come into their bar and kicks some ass. <laughs> Shivani is watching all this, clutching her non-existent pearls. <laughs> you okay, kid? I'm, just, I'm not used to such roughhousing. <laughs> it's rather exciting, really. It's true. Have a magnet. You have magnets down here, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course, we have magnets. <laughs> you have a rock. <clears throat> oh, it's terrible. But you know what? We're having fun. That's <laughs> the important thing. Uh, damn it! This one's growing on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you continue to drink, um, uh, making a, a good evening of it. Um, Amani, you're able to get back to your uh, uh, your town. Um, your uh, sister greets you, your oldest sister. Mm-hmm. And she says, what is, what is up with the council and you lately? She says, it seems like they're making more, uh, more than um, usual demands on your time. Uh, well... You're right. Uh, I'm actually going above ground on the new year. She punches you in your arm and says, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I will in four days. She says, you're serious? Yeah. Uh, we should prepare the ritual so that in case I don't come back, there isn't any sort of gap in the leadership. She says, what do you think the odds of you not coming back are? Um, considering that apparently they've been doing this since we came down here, and... 200 years after you started, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I stick with what I said originally. <laughs> uh, don't need to split hairs. Um, considering that they've been sending expeditions out every 50 years since we got down here, and none of them have returned alive, eventually, um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm pretty much better than those people but mm-hmm. she says do you think do you think the key to the rift is up there it's not down here we've been looking down here for hundreds of years and it's not here I mean we've we've, we've combed every inch of the underground that is, is accessible to us where else could it be yeah she says and uh we- the legends say that it that the the one who lost it gave it to a foreign well it was stolen by a foreign 
royal family uh, when she took it out of the lock. Mm-hmm. So there aren't really too many foreign people down here. Have you ever met anyone who didn't know your business? God, no, <laughs> right? She says that is a bit uh, a bit oppressive at times. Um, she says, well, I think... I, I don't think we should tell Alina and Embla yet. She says, uh, I think we should just tell them you're on one of your normal normal scouting runs. She says, Edelmyra will understand, I'm pretty sure, but the younger ones I don't think are quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I disagree, but I don't think this first ex- expedition will be the end of me, so... For now, we can keep it from them, but she says so. Out, we'll be telling them. She says so. What do you think you'll see up there? I don't know. There, there were records there about things called bears. Uh, bears. I don't know what a bear. Is. Yeah, I know. Um, you remember that at, uh, Outworlder um, that was was it a couple years ago, Chris? Yeah, two years ago. Two years ago, mm-hmm. you remember that that story about somebody from the outside who ended up here? Yeah, that barbarian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's one of the ones going up with us. So, I mean, we will have the advantage of someone who's actually been above ground. Apparently, there's something called the sun, and I know we've heard stories <laughs> of this, but apparently it burns. I don't know what that means. <laughs> she says, "Well, surely." She says, "Just don't, just don't touch it, and I think you'll be okay." I think that'll work. I don't know why they touched it. <laughs> uh, she says, "Well, she says it's hard to believe." She says, "I mean, you're just a year older than me." She says, "But you're going to be, you're going to be so much different than I am when you get back." Um, aren't I three years older than her? Uh. You had her as 19, and I have you as 20. I thought I was 21. I'll relook at it. Sorry. I, okay. I thought it was more than She says, you're a few yeah. years older than me. It's hard to believe that you'll be uh, you'll be so much different when you get back. Well, I mean, this is our lot in life. If I don't return, it'll be your turn. She says, I, I know that, and I've known that ever since Mom left, but... You know, it's one of those things where uh, you think about it, and it's something that could happen, but now that it's something that probably will happen, you know, it's just, it's sinking in as becoming something that's very real. Yeah. So, 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 so when you when are you leaving? The first day of the new year. Douchebag. <laughs> uh, she says, well, clearly, clearly we, we've got to make the most of the time we have. She, she says so. Uh, she says so. I think I think we're gonna have the the best, biggest, and best New Year celebration we've ever had. Yeah. Side question: How old are all our characters? Um, About uh, somewhere between twenty and twenty-one. I don't remember. Amani is twenty or twenty-one. Uh, Yin is eighty-six. Una, Which is young for us. Una's 32, and then Shivani's 159. Okay. Interesting. 
Someone's on the younger side. It's interesting because Amani is the youngest among you, but um, probably by by uh, just sheer necessity is the most mature. <laughs> I mean, I've been leading my people since I was eight, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of an interesting dichotomy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anywho, um, yeah, uh, she says that she's going to, uh, you know, bake up, uh, bake up a storm and uh, invite, you know, all the members of your tribe, and you know, just going to send you off right. Uh, so while she does that, I will prepare the ritual um, that will pass leadership from myself to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't do that until the day that I leave in the morning. Excellent. All right. Um, it is the next day. Uh, um, what are you all doing? I'm going to start with my morning prayers and exercises. Pretty usual. I think I would probably do my do my pastoral care and uh, and then go go to the my kind of like backup person to make sure he checks in on anybody that needs to check it in on while I'm gone. Okay. I just sent you a question, Chris. <clears throat> Question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> to, uh, they take up too much resources down here. And, uh, That's fair. And just aren't really needed. Okay. Um, all right, so... Um, Uh, what do you, what, uh, we can, unless you guys, uh, really want to dive into this microly, we can just kind of do, like, kind of high-level summations of what you do for the next few days. Um, so, uh, we'll start with, uh, just, uh, we'll start with you, uh, Shivani. What do you, how are you spending the next few days? Well, uh, after waking up the following day with a raging hangover, <laughs> um, She's going to uh, struggle through her her weekly swordplay lesson, mm-hmm. and um, try and get herself over the next few days prepared. Uh, what did what did we say was the cost of a greater healing potion? Uh, I really I had a, I used to have a note card with this on it, uh, but I've thrown everything in array. Um. I want to say a greater was two fifty, but let me double check. Yeah, I think it was fifty, two fifty, five hundred, a thousand. Um, oh, uh, and so it goes. Um, and that's the second level one, right? Yeah, a uh, hundred. Oh, it's one hundred. Yeah, it's fifty for the regular, hundred for the greater. 
50, 100, 500, 5,000, 50,000, kind of the... Uh... 50,000? What costs 50,000? Well, actually, I don't even know if there is a healing potion that goes that high, but if there were a legendary level <laughs> healing potion, it would be 50,000. We can use our imagination and say there is one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, well, she will pick up, since there are only a hundred, two of those. <clears throat> the graders are a hundred? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um. Those are the 44 plus four ones. That's the regular one. Uh, the regular, no, the, the regular one is 2d4 plus two. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Um. And she's also going to do some other shopping, but I haven't figured out what she's buying yet. So if you want to go to somebody else and come back to me later. Sure. Um, Yen, how about you? I was thinking of shopping too, but I don't think I, I don't need anything that I can think of. I think I just... And actually, I would probably... Um, I'd write a note to the church that probably a, a replacement for me is needed because I'll be uh, out of town more often. Uh, what? And, uh, what? That noise that was just happening. Oh, I think that was Paul. Oh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I would, I would do my pastoral care, but I would, I would let the church know that I'm going to be going away if, if no one on the council told them and let them know that they'll need to replace me to make sure that my duties are fulfilled. All right. Essentially breaking up with them in a text message. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dear church, it has been, <laughs> it has been fun, uh, but <laughs> it's not me. It's you. Every, every relationship must come to an end. I know, I know we've been growing apart lately. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I think that fits given the given the kind of schism I'm, I'm having. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, the church. Uh, the church says, "Oh, yes, we have a uh, we have an acolyte that we can we can." I mean, not replace you, of course, but you know, one who can who can help take 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 care while you're on your mission. Wherever that may be, <laughs> using mission of course in the in the church sense of mission rather than in, inside my pious soul, I roll my roll my eyes internally and pray for strength. <laughs> um. Anywho, uh, they say, well, let us introduce you to um, your replacement, uh, who will be taking over your runs. Maybe you can. Uh, Maybe you can go on the rounds uh, rounds with her and uh, and just kind of introduce her to everybody else, um, uh, you know, just to get get her out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds good. So they they introduce you to her. She is a halfling, uh, pale skin, uh, like long red hair that she keeps tied up in sort of intricate buns, uh, and she says, "Hi there, name's Harriet." Can I kind of lean down because I'm seven foot two? Yeah. Shake hands. How do you do? She says, "Oh, you're a tall one, aren't you?" 
I certainly am. <laughs> she says, must be nice being that much closer to the ceiling. <laughs> it, it has its days, although stalactites, which one is it? Stalactites that come down from the... Stalactites hold tight. Okay. Stalagmites are strong. <laughs> although although st- stalactites are a bit of an issue sometimes. Because <laughs> they never <laughs> are for me. <laughs> she says so. I'm sorry, I missed her name. Is Harriet? Harriet is my name. Worshiping Gwinnelly is my game. <laughs> okay, so I'll take you around and introduce you to everyone. They're all very, very nice people. Um, one thing I want to make absolutely clear, though: never listen, never, never accept a cat. I'm but I love cats. She says you gave me a cat a week ago. <laughs> We're going to try to give you a lot of other ones. Try not to accept as many as you can. And many times, I understand we're, we're all about creating a sense of home, but many times I feel like all we're doing is trading cats among the community. When you started talking about cats, Duncan jumped up. <laughs> He's like, hey, talking about me. Hey. Uh, she says, well, I need attention. She says, well, I love cats, so it sounds like I'm going to love this job. If you if you love cats and mushrooms, you'll be great at it. Well, she says, I never get tired of mushrooms. They're delicious and nutritious. <laughs> Excellent. But one thing I wouldn't mention that around Una. We'll, we'll come back periodically, and, and she's... She's got a little bit of a thing about mushrooms. She doesn't like them as much as everybody else does. She says, is Una one of my parishioners? Am I going to get to know this Una? No, she's a friend of mine. Uh, She'll be going with me. But when we come back, you'll probably meet her. All right. So, uh, yeah, she she goes around with you on your rounds, meets all of your parishioners. Uh, She maintains that sort of sunny, upbeat attitude all day. Like a, like a service server at, at Applebee's. Uh, yes, yes. She is. Her outlook is so sunny that she would make a server at Applebee's blush. Uh. <laughs> oh, and at the end of the day, she says, "Wow, that is a lot of people that you deal with on a day to day basis, <laughs> and oh, so many cats. You were not wrong about that." <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a bit of a problem. She says, what? thank, thank Gwendolyn for all the cats out there. <laughs> and all the lovely homes that they're a part of. She says, so, I hear that you're you're taking some time away from the church. She says, where are you going? <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Well, we're, uh, we've been asked to do a bit of business on... Um, in order to assist the council. So she says you met the I grand would... council. Yeah. We're very close. Oh. She <laughs> says, so what are they having you do? It's a, it's a bit hush hush. She and says, I now you have to tell me. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> suffice, it, suffice it to say that, that, uh, I'll be infrequently available and I need someone to keep it in the community here. Huh. She says, don't worry, I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> and then she kind um, of like gently taps you on the knee. 
Well, I hope one day it, it all becomes clear. Um, she says, well, I'll be sure to see you around whenever you're back from your top secret mission. Sounds great. All right. Uh, 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 so, Una, what are you up to during the next couple of days? Um, I'd imagine a lot of considering the offer. Yeah. Um, trying to decide what she'd want to say. Maybe some shopping. Hanging out with Ian. Nothing too set. Um, there's a little bit of packing up of important things just in case she does leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, so I, I'd like to know a little more about her thought process. So let's do a scene where uh, it's like, I don't know, maybe Yin's telling you about his new replacement. And I'd like to hear just a little more about kind of what sort of things you're considering with. Oh God, she sounds like a lot. <laughs> she's 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 certainly lovely, and she, and she absolutely adores cats and mushrooms, so she'll fit in just a treat. Well, good for her. <laughs> At least somebody's happy. I guess I don't know. I don't know. This just seems like oh. Seems like a lot of energy and a lot of effort. Well, she's young. Yeah, young people. And mm-hmm. eager to do good work, which is which is what you want in an acolyte. That's very true. I mean, I've never had an acolyte. And I know you've never talked about it before now, but I assume it's very true. <laughs> it's that kind of energy that keeps, uh, that bolsters the church. Yep. Ooh. And Where then I take a long drink of my beer. <laughs> Are you looking forward to going back up upstairs? Upstairs? Yeah. Well, definitely, but I don't know about this whole thing, Ram. What's not to know? We'll just go have a look around. It seems like a long bit of a contract do this and I don't know if I want to be beholden to that I mean that's a fair concern but we get up there we have a look around determine that it's safe or not and maybe the council will let you take your leave I mean I'd miss you but I know it's I know it's what it's like to miss your home yeah that's the thing like if I go up there I don't want to come back. Well, and if I go up there on their terms, then I've made an agreement and I have to I have well, to fulfill it. There's no saying that the, the terms can't change in time. If we succeed and if we determine that we can move back up or if we can't, then I'm sure they'll let you they'll let you stay on a final mission. I wouldn't want to just send you off on your way and hope you survive. 
That's sure. I've been in some shit situations walking around. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the mountain pass? No, I don't believe so. I'll have to tell you about that later. That was a time. Duncan, will you stop? Maybe around a campfire. You can describe to everyone what a bear is. It's some kind of a furry mushroom, we think. With teeth. Big teeth. She just, like, cocks her head like a confused puppy. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, my, my cloak is a bit... Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. It's, it's, oh. it's nothing like a mushroom. There's all kinds of things you're going to tell us about. Apparently they have yeah. giant bats that swoop out of the sky and can carry off people. Giant bats? There's bats? Well, they but... call them birds, but they have to be bats because they fly it. Well, and to be fair, that's Shivani that's... does have a bird companion who is a bird. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> All right. I overdid it a little bit, Captain America. No. <laughs> okay. So what you're doing right now, and I don't know if you're doing it intentionally, is convincing me that I need to at least be there to look out for you guys for a little bit. Because, jeez. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think, I think because Jesus. You're gonna like walk into the river and drown immediately. <laughs> or you'll stare up at the sun and I'll go blind. Yeah, why why would people touch the sun? It burns. You don't touch the sun, it's far away. Was it is it like It just burns you? For fun. Oh, no, I don't burn. The sun doesn't sound very nice. My complexion isn't very, like, isn't very attuned to burning. Mostly pale people burn. We'll see. So Shivani's going to be fun. Wait, does Shivani have dark skin or pale skin? She has uh, darker skin. What about Amani? Uh, Amani is pale, pale AF. <clears throat> Amani's going to burn. I know one of them was, and they <clears throat> rise. So sometimes they get to Imani's going to burn, like, she's going to be lobster red in a day. <laughs> long sleeves, long pants, maybe a hat, a parasol of some sort. Smear <laughs> a little on her face. I should be good. <laughs> but see, this is the kind of thing that you can certainly help us with. Show us around. Yeah, Okay. Keep us alive for long enough, and I'm sure the council will let you go. All right. You convinced me. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, it gets to be... Um, the 364th day of year 699 people uh it is a under nationwide holiday people are uh you know celebrating the end of the year and they started the new year uh the uh everyone's getting ready to watch the crystal display where in grand crystallum where they uh they take all the uh the crystals that normally provide the daylight and kind of night ambience and they do these colorful light shows with them to to ring in the new year. Uh, um, so what are each of you um, 
what are each of you doing uh, for this celebration, if anything? I did want to let you know that I spent the intervening days buying supplies for my village. Oh, sorry, I skipped you. I'm sorry. Okay. I, 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 I guess I, I guess I guess you kind of had described what you were doing at the end of your little thing, and so I assumed that's what. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add the one thing uh, about how many people do you think are in my village? I don't understand the size. Oh, uh, um, let me look. Um, my notes. Also, is the hammering bothering you? Not, I I can hear it, but I don't know if my mic is picking it up. I don't. It's not yeah. bothering me. Uh, I can hear it. it. Right, yeah, I had myself on mute for a minute. Yeah. Um. I mean, Partivian's probably only a few hundred people. So like three hundred. Yeah. Ish. Um. Perfect. So equipment. Um, I will be 300. Um, how much would it cost each person in my village to live? Like what's their daily cost? Uh, I can actually look that up in the book because there is actually a table for that. <laughs> it says that a modest living is one gold a day. Uh, what's the one below that? <laughs> oh, the one below that I think is a copper. I know there's like squalid, but they're above they're above squalid but below modest if I remember correctly. Um I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, yeah, there's four, which is two silver. Yeah, two silver is probably about right. Alright, so now for the math. So for um so it's sixty. So it's sixty gold pieces per day for your village to live. Okay. And then how much is two hundred and twenty-one platinum? That's two thousand two hundred ten gold, right? Uh, yeah. Wow, is that it? So I. With all of my platinum, I can only provide for my village for a month. Yeah, but I mean, they, they most of them have jobs. They're providing for themselves. Yeah, but it's my job to to help. Yeah. So um, I I use all of my platinum, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred twenty one platinum, to um, basically line the the supplies um, of the village. So laying in backups, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you you set up like essentially a uh, a community coffer um, for people that uh, you know fall in hard times or need it, um, and. Uh, if worst case scenario, if everyone becomes unemployed, could sustain everybody for a month. But well, assuredly, assuredly, last much much longer than that. All right. Cool. Oh my god, guys, this is looking so good. That looks fantastic. See the little corners. Yeah, I shared it in Messenger. I got they just that's what delivered in the middle of the mm. role play world. Uh, my brass corners. Anyway, sorry. 
All right. Um, so it is uh, New Year's Eve. Um, uh, uh, what, are, what are each of you doing? Shivani's at some sort of gala or ball celebrating the, the occasion. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Shivani, you you uh, and a bunch of the other high society folks have um, uh, picnicked for the day, and and I use the term picnic here loosely, as it's <laughs> basically a bountiful feast that has been assembled here. Um, but it's outdoors. There are at least seventy outdoors. different kinds of mushrooms. Well, and they even have foods that aren't mushrooms. That no, they don't. <laughs> they have they have meats and stuff. Um, that aren't rat. That aren't rat. Uh, so yeah, you guys are set up kind of on Milchelvian Island at the center of the lake on the shore because that gives like the best, you know, the ceiling reflecting on the waters is kind of the best display. And it's, so it's you and a bunch of other upper crust nobility um, that are uh, very excited uh, for the New Year's Eve. Um, also, you do notice um, a lot of people have come up to you uh, just mm-hmm. kind of shaking your hand and said congratulations. And that's all they kind of leave it at. Um, and uh, if you ask why they're congratulating you, they just sort of wink at you. Well, I just I assume it's because I've been chosen to be part of this this test group. This yeah. Did he tell us what the acronym was? Yeah. Yes, Topside Exploration Survey Team. Okay. I was too busy being surly. <laughs> <laughs> No, it suits you. <laughs> All right, um, and I will I will accept their congratulations gracefully, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at some point before the light display starts, um, one of your one of your mothers uh, shows up. Uh, it's Ruhan, mm-hmm. uh, and she says, um, "My." My darling Shivani, she says. Yes, uh, mother. She says, uh, I hear you've been selected for what many are describing as a great honor. So I've been told, yes. Uh, your, your, your other mother is very, very proud of you, and I no doubt had no small part in helping you uh, get this honor, she says. But please, my darling. Be careful about up there," she says. Uh, "It is an incredibly oh, you're cutting out pretty bad. Me? It's fine for me. for me. Fine for me. Oh. Uh, Sean, I think we lost Sean. Uh-oh. We have lost Sean. We lost Sean. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's completely gone. Actually, um, well, hopefully he his internet's not out completely. Um, she says, uh, she says, do be careful up there, my darling. She says, I, I lost a friend on the last expedition, and well, I, I don't wish to see you fall to the same fate. Oh, mama. And I throw my arms around her and hug her tight. <laughs> uh, she, she gives you a hug even a little longer than might be socially acceptable, you know, which is normally a very quick, uh, and she says, um, you she needn't says, worry, Mama. 
I, I, have, I have no doubt that you'll be able to handle it. However, I did get you a little something. Oh. Um, and she pulls out a very fine, um, a very fine, and I'll let you choose the color of it, uh, but mm-hmm. a very fine looking bag. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, this will ensure that you have a place to put anything that you might find up there. Uh, and uh, it is, in fact, a bag of holding. Uh, what what color what color do you would you wish it to be? Uh, hang on, I've got I've got to consult my notes on what her outfit, her general traveling outfit, sure. looks like again. <laughs> um, uh, it would be a a rich. Uh, violet purple. Ooh, nice. Uh, so, With so golden embroidery. I was just going to say it has little bits of gold finery on it, uh, and it is. And the exterior is made of this incredibly uh, soft velvet. Ooh. Oh, Mama, I love it. Thank you ever so much. And you needn't worry. I will, of course, be uh, exercising the utmost caution. <laughs> She says, I'm very proud of you. And her lower lip trembles just a little bit, but she holds it in. I gave her another hug. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, And yeah, uh, and then shortly thereafter, the the light display starts and people start oohing and aahing at uh, at the side of it. Amani. Yes. Um, I imagine that uh, for you, uh, we are. Describe to me the ceremony for transferring the leadership uh, to your younger sister. Um, I hadn't actually had time to think about it. I meant to, and then I forgot. Um, so I'm just going to make it up on the fly. The uh, that is that is the D and D way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Oh, he's still not on. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, hey, he's back. Yay, maybe. Maybe. I see, I see his profile. He's on his way back in. Yeah. He's like opening the door and... <laughs> oh, did I hear him? He still froze on the same picture that he closed at. Hey, Sean, I think I see your eyes moving. <laughs> oh, 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 it moved. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Oh, maybe it's a very cranky little face he's got going on there. Thank you, honey. It is. He was very confused. Oh, there he goes back. Oh. Um. Uh. So yeah. So. Um. Uh, so basically, I turned. Sean, Sean, we didn't hear you. Are you okay? Can you hear? Is it the end of the world? We can. You're kind of still cutting out mid sentence. I, I turned the uh... video off. Huh. It's still working. No. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hearing all of you. Yeah, I turned my video off. 
in the hopes that it would help. I'll leave that to your voice. Do we want to pause? Um, yeah, let's take a let's take a. I was going to do a little break after the New Year's, uh, Damn it. Uh, but let's take let's take a a five minute break, uh, and we can let Sean restart his computer and all that stuff. So uh, I'm going to pause the recording. All right, so we're back. Uh, so we were uh, working with Amani uh, at the moment, uh, talking about um, uh, her very special balls that she goes to on the day. What? I'm going to throw out a yellow card for that one, Sean. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> what? Uh, very distracted now. Um, so it's a bit barbaric, um, but the way we denote our leadership is through, um, I don't know, I forget what it's actually called, but where you use, um, burning to, to put designs into the skin. Does anyone remember what it's like called? Oh, um, uh, branding. Branding. Yeah. So it's just, it's basically branding. Um, so I'm currently branded um, basically from my neck down to my mid-back. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm leaving, they're going to brand me from mid-back down to my lower back. My pants stay on, for those of you who are curious. <laughs> um, and my sister, who has part of the branding, she gets hers down to mid-back because she's now the de facto leader of the uh, of the tribe. Interesting. So it takes um, uh, some time. All right. And some painkillers, I'd imagine. What's that? And some painkillers, I'd imagine. I don't know what kind of pussy you think you're talking to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I've had a few tattoos, and sometimes, you know, the next day you're trying to sore and stuff, and oh. I mean, yeah, the next day, but this is definitely <laughs> very barbaric. This is. And then if you lie down on it, it's kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they roll over in the middle of the night, and this day you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are no painkillers in this stuff. So that's what we do, and then the next day we party. All right. Cool. So I'm just imagining this sort of um, tableau of the two of you, like stretched out as the ritual as the ritual commences. Um, both of you, you know, just sort of grinning and bearing the pain, holding hands uh, as you uh, as you transfer your leadership over to your younger sister. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, uh, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, there is a big party uh, in Partivian as, uh, you know, for both the New Year's and also because uh, word has gotten around town. Um, uh uh, word's gotten around that uh, you're, you're, you're going to be off for a while uh, on some sort of secret quest. Uh, everyone just assumes it's related to your your normal secret quests. So <laughs> it's actually not too far out of the ordinary, but uh, you get the idea that uh, your sister's impressed on people, especially after the ceremony, that you know you could be going away for a longer period of time, and you know the stakes are a little higher this time. Uh, but uh, everybody, everybody uh, in the town is there. Um, Including Riffin, um, uh, people uh, uh, p- 
people strike up some music and there's like a bunch of dancing like in the street as you know people just kind of uh, party about uh, there's just these kind of big tables of home cooked food uh, that you know everybody has brought something from their house you know their own particular specialties and uh, children are chasing each other and uh, it's just a it's just a, a nice fun reminder of what's at home before you take off mm-hmm. and there's a big countdown everyone cheers as the uh, as the lights kind of blink out and then slowly start to come back on to the cycle of the next year cool um and yeah so uh that's that uh yin um are, are you and una spending the years together or uh, yin and una i guess i'm asking the question of both of you but, uh, yeah I would, I and, and i think it would be <clears throat> it would probably be a little bit weird for yin just because like He's giving Harriet her space, and and he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot to do, so he's just kind of like contemplatively wandering, paying closer attention to everything, just because he's he doesn't have a, the distraction of work. I think. Mm-hmm. Una, what do you, how do you uh, how do you celebrate this uh, this New Year's? This is only this is probably only your. Uh, Second? Uh, second one here, yeah. I assume kind of like any tourist does with a local holiday is like the people are having fun. It's different, but it's not really my holiday. Yeah. So I'm not too invested in it. Okay. Like, so wait, what sort of snacks do you guys have? No. Okay, so, um, uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, eventually settle in a tavern where a bunch of people have gathered, uh, to drink the, uh, uh, drink it, um, uh, drink up, uh, give me just one second, Amanda, um. All right. Uh, this does not have to be anything that's, like, quick. I don't need immediate answers to this. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, so yeah, uh, crowded tavern. People are drinking. Uh, a lot of people, you know, um, it's, it, this isn't kind of a, a lot of farmers in this town. So you know, people are just kind of they had the day off of work, so they're just kind of drinking the cares away. People are pairing up, uh, heading off uh, home or to the fields to. You know, ran the New Year's in their own way. <laughs> Every everyone's an underlander on New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, and then, do you guys just uh, drink the night away, or? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so people count in, uh, count down for the new year. 
and there's a bunch of cheering. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, this is sort of, uh, you know, where my original point where I intended to have the break, you know, we kind of fade out. <laughs> uh, and we come to, um, on, uh, uh, it is the first day of 700. Um, and if we wanted to buy stuff, could we have done that in the intervening yeah. time? I just don't know, I guess, what costs are and that kind of thing. I think the only thing I wanted is a bag of holding. <laughs> um, when you don't get one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I guess how much is a bag of holding would be my question. That'll decide me. Sounds like it'd be a bit of a splurge. Um, let me look. I think they're uncommon, but maybe they're rare. They're uh, uncommon. They're uncommon. So, I mean, they'd be like 250 gold pieces. Nope. Um, I wanted to grab a magical ranged weapon. Whatever would be kind of available around. Um, let me check in one just a sec. Um, do they have magical longbows in D and always. No, yeah, can. you can get pretty much any weapon as a like plus one, plus two. But the longbow is it's magical ammunition, and you made a special one for Ravi because they don't have magical longbows. Well, no, they have, they have, um, I think it's like listed as weapon plus one, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I couldn't find it. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, you, you uh, um, let's see here. Uh, plus one, um. What about a storm boomerang? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, storm boomerang. Um, a lot plus one weapons. They're just um, uh, two hundred and fifty gold pieces plus the cost of the weapon. So, um, for a longbow, uh, that I don't be... have a longbow though. What would you? Oh, I don't think I'm proficient in longbows. So you're proficient in boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You hit things. Boomerang's trying to hit stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I proficient in? Uh, martial weapons and simple weapons. Oh, yeah, you're, you're proficient in longbows, then. Uh, uh, longbows yeah, are, longbows that's really are long... my kind of style. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've got something for this. Um, I, I actually had Javelins. Um... All right. Uh, on the first day, um, Ooh. Uh, uh, as you're getting ready to leave, Amani, uh, your sister comes up to you. Okay. Uh, she's wearing kind of like the formal uh, tribe leader attire that you guys only wear on special occasions. 
Mm-hmm. More ceremonial than functional, I would imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and she looks a little uncomfortable in it. Uh, but uh, she's carrying with her a box. Okay. Um, uh, she says, and she says, uh, well, uh, I just wanted to see you off this morning. Um, uh, let you know that I, I've got, I've got things here well underhand, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course we have our rings, so should anything happen, I'll know. Um, Mm -hmm. she says, but I, I, I got something for you. Well, this is from all of us and. Your sisters kind of poke their heads out uh, and kind of come over. Uh, okay. And she hands you a uh, a simply wrapped box. All right. I open it. Uh, inside are um, uh, these uh, very fancy looking soft shoes. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. She says uh, we had a Riffin. Uh, picked these up for us in the uh, in Crystallum yesterday uh, for you. Um, we think they'll help you on your journey. Uh, they are boots of elven kind. Okay. So um, while you wear the boots, your steps make no sound regardless of the surface you're moving on. You also have advantage on stealth checks that rely on moving silently. All right. She says, uh, hopefully this will help you up there. Thank you. It probably will. Uh, and then your sisters all mob you with a big old sister hug all at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Understandable. Um, and she says, uh, you know, be careful out there, sis. I will be. And I'll be back shortly. Alright, so she walks with you to the edge of town uh, and then just kind of at the boundary, just stops and watches you keep going until you disappear from sight down the down the tunnel. Cool. Um, I, I wave as I leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, Una. Yes. Uh, you were woken from your slightly hungover slumber uh, <laughs> early in the morning, a uh, little before you'd normally um, do your prayers with it by a kind of a knock at the door. I normally get up, stumble over, answer the door, butt naked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Warder and uh, Fertility are standing there, and they both just kind of quickly turn away and say, Oh, um, sorry, uh, do you need a moment? Oh, yeah, I guess. And I go back and I, like, put on a simple, like, sweatpants, sweatshirt sort of thing, walk back. Fantasy fantasy sweatpants. (laughs) Fantasy sweatpants. (laughs) I forget how you people are sometimes, sorry. Um, <clears throat> Warder says, um, we just wanted to stop by to know what your decision was. I'll give it a shot. 
Someone's trying to keep the rest of these kids from doing something stupid. We greatly appreciate that. <clears throat> um. I assume that when I able to prove to you that nothing crazy is going on up there, that I can be on my way. I do have people to get back to. Um, uh, Fertility says, I, I, I don't want you to I don't want you to misunderstand anything, Una. Uh, you are free to go. I mean... Haven't they been holding her down here, though, for two years? They have. They say, um... If you get up there and you find your people, you're you're welcome to leave. Uh, I mean, just all we'd ask is that you let us know, um, and that you uh, never bring anybody down here. Fair enough. They're not much for mushrooms either. But we. We just hope that you will stick around long enough to make sure that the rest of us can survive. I mean, I'd assume you could unless there's something you're not telling me about what your people have done since you came down here. He says, no, it's just... I mean, Are you I, I, yourselves you, in any way? he says, have you, have you heard the story of how he came to be under here? I'm sure many times. I've heard the general story that, you know, everyone knows. He says, there's not much to it than that. He says, the world, the world above rejected us. He says, we almost didn't survive as a people. If we hadn't found we hadn't happened upon these these tunnels, these caves, we we would have been wiped off the earth. You see, I always hear this, but where I'm from, there are thousands of people living <laughs> perfectly fine, except for you know, telling each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And contagion. Hey. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. Uh, he says, um, he There's says, no yes, threat but, from the ground or the air or anything says, except for other people and the occasional owl bear. He says, I don't Darian. know. I don't think the whole world is like this. He says, but this part of it is. This part of this part of the world has decided that, or at least did seven hundred years ago, that people had no place on it. Hmm. He says, uh, he says, nobody, nobody came after, after we managed to make our way down here, nobody, nobody came down here for 200 years. You know, you think, and how- you think that there, if there were people up there that, that somebody would have, you know, managed to fall their way into those caves that, you know, led them here. But, we nobody did it wasn't in you know and so after 200 years we started going out and looking but those people that we sent out to look eventually never came back there's still something up there that doesn't want us to be there 
I don't know if it's the gods or if it's the environment or if there's just a 600 foot tall lizard that eats everything it can find. Well, if that's the case, we'll deal with that real fast. He says, I don't actually think it's a 600 foot tall lizard that eats everything. I'm kind of hoping it's a 600 foot tall lizard. Spoiler (laughs) alert. That's the first thing I thought. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, you know, maybe there is some way, and if, if this, this part of the world won't have us, maybe there's some way we can get to your part of the world that will. It's a pretty decent part of the world. We just, we understand that you, you don't like it here. And of course, when you get up there, you're free to just run off, but we hope that you'll you'll consider consider helping the cause. Definitely consider, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Warder says, well... How do you like your pasta? Al dente. Uh, Warder says, well, we brought some al dente pasta and... <laughs> <laughs> Now, what it says, uh, look, uh, stay or don't, uh, we do appreciate you uh, integrating yourself into society these last few years. Uh, so uh, we've gotten you a little token of our appreciation, and, and maybe it'll help you uh, help you up there. And, cool, a present? Yeah, it's, it's a gift, yes. Nice. Uh, and it is, in fact, a storm boomerang. Nice! Won't <laughs> run hit so many things. Uh, he says, uh, it's this, this, uh, this item is probably better, best suited for the above ground anyway. It's quite, uh, quite loud and echoes considerable distance. Cool. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, well, uh, best of luck up there. Um, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll all be marshalling in Parvarvalon this afternoon to see you out. I'll see you then. You know, have a good day. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Next. <laughs> All right. Um, is there a attunement? Doesn't say. It does not. No. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna say I'm gonna super excited to show uh, Yin the really cool shit she just got. All right. Um. So, uh, Yin, I'm assuming at some point you go to get Una to head up. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, did you pick up any magical sundries? Did you need anything? I bought a uh, bag of holding. Okay. <clears throat> what color? Oh shit! Um, I forget what color I am. I think I'm green. Right? You're greenish, right? Yeah. So I think I would like a darker green, like an accent piece for my skin. <laughs> Weird. Oh, my skin is blue. 
Oh. So maybe like a nice deep navy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the two of you head up. Damn, do I need one? How much is too much weight to be carrying without a bag of holding? Uh, what is your encumbrance, you mean? Um, I'm unencumbered at yeah, the moment. Yeah, you have a lot of... Uh, uh, I mean, your strength is so high. That... You can carry 540 pounds, and you're holding 140 at the moment. <clears throat> I'm good. Then I'm not going to buy one until later. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, so you two head up to Parvavalon. Yeah. Play. As we head out, I go to... Uh, I'm like, and I'm like, hey, look at what the council gave me in order to buy me and did not let you guys get yourself killed. <laughs> well, that's very nice. And what does that do then? It booms. Well, it certainly fits your uh, whole milieu, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, only, please, please, dear God, please, dear Gwenely, let's only use it when we're outside. Otherwise, it would echo like a bastard. How I use it when I feel the situation calls for it. <laughs> I, sh- I should have known better. <laughs> of hey, course, you explode shit all the time with your spells. Like, I can do it a little bit, too. <sighs> I will remember to cover my ears. <laughs> you think you're any quieter? You're not. <laughs> As I'm walking around my chainmail, clankety, clankety, clankety. <laughs> You're allowed without even trying. That's <laughs> no doubt very true. Um, Shivani, uh, how do you you awaken? I do. Um, uh, Justin has laid out a very a very nice spread for you. Uh, both your moms are there to <clears throat> have breakfast with you. Just my mom's, no other family members. Oh, do you have other family members? Yeah, I have an older sister and a younger brother. Oh, I did not. I must, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yes, they're there as well. Uh, let me pull up um, what their names are. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Gurjari and Anshu. Uh, mm-hmm. So Gurjari is there, though she is a bit aloof. Um, uh and uh, Andrew is excitedly kind of kicking at his chair as he uh, uh, sits there at breakfast, uh, and he says, "You're you're going to go. You're going to go on. A, you're going to go on a quest." Yes, I am. Is there anything you'd like me to bring you back from the above world? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, 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 a plant, something wood, wood. I hear something made of wood and a rock and. Um, some dirt. All right, dear. I'll bring you back a plant and some rocks and dirt. Ooh, ooh, and a cute, cute, cute fuzzy thing. Something cute and fuzzy. Mm, we'll see about that. Um, uh, Gujari says, um, yes, do be careful, sister. Um, she says, I would hate for you to miss my recital. 
next month. Oh, we couldn't have that. Of course not. You needn't worry. I, I'm I'm quite capable of taking care of myself, and the the individuals that I've been tasked to lead in this expedition are of a wonder, quite a, an exceptional caliber of their own right. So she says, aren't you going with that about. barbarian that fell down here a few years ago? Yes, but she's very handy in a fight. <laughs> she says, and the other two, are they from, they're just from the uh, smaller towns nearby, yes? Yes, they are. She says, well, do be careful up there, and, um, if you hear any music, let me know. Should we happen upon any, I'll be sure to let you know. She, uh, Ruhan says, well, I think what your sister is trying to say is that she hopes that nothing befalls you and that you get back safely. Isn't that correct, Gajari? She says, yes, of course. Something something to that effect. <laughs> so I will finish breakfast and... Get myself ready. All right. Um, Anshu gives you a big old hug. Uh, Garaji, uh, or Gajari tells you to uh, take care of yourself. In so many words. Uh, mm-hmm. And your moms give you hugs. And, uh, and uh, you're on your way. Par Varvalon. Um, I think is the one place we've not yet been to in this under nation. Oh no, I guess you were there recently for the us we met Aramil. Uh, so uh, uh, you guys um, all meet up uh, just on the other <coughs> side of the Stoneway Bridge. Um, uh, there is a uh, uh, all five of the council members. Um, meet you as you guys head to the uh, giant stone uh, doors that lead to the caves that go above ground. Uh, as we meet up, I have one of my house servants who's come with me and he's carrying some some uh, some items. Uh, yes. Griffin's got some boxes that he's carrying. Yes. Uh, and the three of you will notice that Shivani is wearing this um, pristine white cloak made in this uh, gorgeous, intricately woven silk brocade that cascades down uh, her back. She says, ah, wonderful. So good to see all of you, and you look to be in wonderful health. I have procured some special items for each of you, or a special item for each of you that I'm sure will help in the success of our mission. I gesture for for Griffin to pass them out. Mm -hmm. These are cloaks of protection. Um, you will need to attune to them as you would a, a magical item, but they will offer you additional protection uh, as we face whatever dangers there might be in the above-ground world. And so there is one that is uh, sort of a bright sky blue, one that is a deep green, and one that is a dark, almost midnight purple, matching the colors on the symbol thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice. Cool. It's a Wait, wonderful gesture. So blue, sky blue, midnight purple. And a deep green. I'm grabbing the purple. 
Are you uh, going to take the sky blue? I am very happy taking the green. Thank you, Lady Shivani. This is unexpected. <clears throat> is that what your cloak is? Yes. Okay. As you open them up, you see that they are all similar styles, just different colors. It might get a little dirty up there. <laughs> oh, that's no problem. I, just I can... to, just want to warn you ahead of time. I'm sure you'll like, bring it back down and get it bleached or whatever. <laughs> I just don't want to get upset while we're up there. It gets like muddy and gross looking. And... It's quite all right. There's a lot more dirt. Yes, I've heard that yeah, there's dirt the up there. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what you guys know and what you don't. <laughs> I'm gonna like put my cloak of protection on underneath my uh, my book, uh, my owlbear cloak. Mm. I wonder if I should really tank it up and buy some armor. <laughs> Too late for that, John. All right. <laughs> Next trip. <laughs> Next trip, I'll remember. Um. Should we add that to our own inventory? Yes. Yep. I did. Okay. Don't forget you have to attune to it. Yes. Um, as you guys get ready to uh, take off, the council kind of looks you over. Um, they say, who among you wishes to keep the journal? Well, I can do that. Oh, good. They hand you a, uh, a blank book and a quill, multiple quills actually, and some stoppers full of ink. Uh, and uh, they uh, hand you uh, this book that's in the style of all those other books that you saw. <clears throat> they say, uh, be as detailed as you can be. Um, keep track of everything you see. And then they hand out uh, each of you your um, your test patches. Oh, yeah. And they say, please, uh, if you would f- fix these to your shoulders. I put it on. Mm-hmm. I put it on. Um, say, well, I think, I think the uh, time is the time is nigh for for this test uh, expedition to depart. And so they they kind of lead you over to the double doors. Um, uh, where there's a, a few high-ranking um, members of the uh, of the Crystallum Guard. Also, um, uh, uh, Yen, you notice um, Mother Valantha, who is the uh, head of the Church of Gwinnelly there. Okay. Um, um, and, and then the uh, guards go about opening the doors, which involve a series of complicated locks being turned, uh, and then a huge uh, kind of wheel that is has to be like uh, attached to the wall that they start turning, and the doors slowly start uh, opening inwards. Uh, and as they as they as the seal in them breaks, you feel a wind blow in uh, with cool air, cooler than the rest of the caves. Kind of just sigh happily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the air. Uh, the air smells fresh uh, to you, uh, Una, 
in a way that these caves have not smelled fresh in a very ever very long time. It smells like not mushroom for the first time in forever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like push ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, they say best of luck on your journey and kind of gesture towards the door. They say, um, scout as much as you can in two weeks' time, uh, and we'll be here ready to open it at that time. All right. Um, also, weeks uh, in here are ten days, so. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we show my back in 14 days, we'd have a ways to wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, they told us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, wait, hold on. I thought that would work, but it doesn't. So, no, there's seven days. Okay. okay. I was like, wait, no, Chris, you made the you made the year 364 days. There's just, it'd be chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say there's seven days. Um, okay. Uh, and um, as you guys leave, um, <coughs> again, uh, Mother Valantha kind of comes over to you as your compatriots start walking through. Uh, and she uh, does like kind of a quick prayer over you. And so she I, says, uh, may Gwynnely protect you and watch over you on your journeys. I, uh, I bow my head respectfully when she does her prayer. And I say, and may she watch over us all. And she says, um, she says, if the time is right, she says, um, she will provide us our new home above. Uh, and she presses uh, into your hand uh, an object uh, and then kind of closes your hand and then uh, uh, okay. points along your way. I will I will walk a ways down the cavern and then take a look at it when I get out of away from prying eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than my companions. Yeah. Uh, you open <laughs> your hand um, and then it is a perfectly circled a perfectly circular, sort of polished um, agate rock. Mm. Um, you can add it to your character sheet. Uh, it is a stone of luck. Mm, nice. Good luck, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, it's shitty luck. Well, there's a stone of ill luck, too. <laughs> yeah. But is well, it, that's the problem with the stone of ill luck. You don't know that it's ill luck until you use it. Yeah, sure. but yeah, it's it's got all these beautiful sort of like uh, wavy layers to it of all these fantastical colors. Cool. Um, all right, I will equip it. Equip it, good. All right. Um, you guys, uh, you guys head into the cave and the doors shut behind you with a loud, sort of loud and soft thud. Uh, a very permanent sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hear just sort of this, um, sort of, uh, wind whistling moaning sound, uh, from up ahead. I lead the way. Um, uh, the cave has some twists and turns, um, uh, uh, but eventually you start to see 
uh, something <laughs> other than darkness. There's just sort of this growing light. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, before long, uh, it becomes sort of all-encompassing <laughs> as you guys step outside of this hole. And, uh, your ho- and all of you, especially uh, those of you um, who have never been outside before, uh, just are overwhelmed by the sheer brightness of the landscape around you. Uh, it's just all you can see for a moment is just pure white as your sort of eyes are overwhelmed by daylight, true, honest daylight for the first time in your lives. Um, is, is that uh, guys, the noise is really bad in the background. Sorry, it's Skynet. He came in. I'll, I'll, I'll pause him. Is Skynet your Roomba? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe <laughs> people sign it up. No. How do I how do I pause this on my app? Stop. There he goes. Okay. Skynet, you're supposed to have absolute control. Continue. What was happening? <laughs> uh, you guys are currently being blinded by the uh, daylight, and for most of these people, the first true daylight. Uh, and I believe Shivani. <laughs> I believe that Shivani had a question for Una. <laughs> Una, does everything up here hurt your eyes? You'll get used to it. And she's trying to steps out and tilts her face up towards the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it's feel like so uh, you feel the warmth of the sun on your face for the first time in two years. Um, as you kind of open your eyes, you see that uh, the light is filtered through the leaves of these sort of um, uh, large deciduous trees. Uh, and as you look around and collect your bearings, you see that you're standing um, kind of on the hillside uh, of this forest. Uh, and as you look up behind you, you can kind of see above and off in the distance this snowy peak. Can I climb a tree? Yeah, absolutely. Roll me an athletics check. I'm going to climb a tree. Awesome. I'm theoretically good at these. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I rolled good too. Athletics? Mm-hmm. That is a 25. Damn, girl. Alright, so... Uh, you guys are you're still kind of getting used to this light um, and the wind blowing on your skin, and the temperature is warmer than you've ever you know been indoors. Uh, and there's this you know this springy grass beneath your feet, uh, and yeah, there is just this big ball of light high up in the sky. You know, much the sky it just it just goes on forever. Um, there is no ceiling. Uh, and as you guys are just taking this all in, and even I imagine, Yen, that the only time you've been able to go out is at night. So this is probably your first time even out in daylight. Um, and uh, and so you're just all of you are taking this all in, and Una just suddenly runs up ahead of you guys and just scrambles up this tree like she'd been climbing trees her whole life. Uh, and she just kind of disappears up it and out of sight uh, through the branches. <laughs> Did you know we could do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like climbing rocks, right? Shivani is going to closely examine this tree. <laughs> <laughs> be careful, it might bite. Really? Oh, um, 
awful good, but not afraid to talk with friends. I call that playful good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she she will examine it closely and pick up like a fallen leaf and take a good look. Oh, mm-hmm. quite remarkable. I uh, I walk up to the tree and and um, use my ability speech of beast beast and leaf mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, and um, whisper gently to the tree. Please don't drop my friend. Um, you can talk to trees. <laughs> yes. I can barely talk back, but yes, you can. I can't understand them, but I can, I can communicate with them, and I have advantage on charisma checks to influence them. Roll me a persuasion <laughs> check. <laughs> persuade the tree not to drop my friend. Um, persuasion twenty. All right, the uh, the tree sort of uh, sways gently in response. <laughs> that amuses me much more than it should. What's where I see at the top? Also, where did you get a headband of intellect from, Yen? I bought that. Oh. That was part of my. Yeah, I don't know why it was. It, it was cheap, so I was like, cool. Right. Yeah, it's an uncommon item. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you you scramble up to the top, uh, Una, and kind of uh, crest over this like uh, just sea of green stretching out as far as your eye can see, um, uh, in all in all directions. Uh, though you do notice that due east of you uh, is uh, this this tall lonely mountain. Uh, uh, oh bloody hell! I I yell up. Oh no, we forgot. We got a map. And uh, <laughs> and as you as you look as you look at this, uh, you just see the uh, the you're kind of in these foothills, and the mountain just stretches up for miles uh, before you just dom- dominating this this snowy uh, kind of flat peak. Okay. Cool. Take a moment to enjoy the. Uh... Unbroken sunlight for a second. Mm-hmm. Press my cheek against the bark, and then a few minutes later, head back down. All right. And you look around. You also know something else that's unusual. Um, like whenever you're Ooh. like scouting in the well, not actually unusual. It's the lack of something that's unusual. It's it's um, normally when you're like you know um, traveling with your your tribe, uh, and you you know climb a tree and look out, you can see like little bits of smoke from the various tribes that are around. You don't see anything like that here. No sign of any other people. No sign of any other people. Do I hear animals, birds? Yeah, you hear birds chirping. Um, uh, you hear the kind of the chitter of some squirrels nearby. Uh, you know, the wind blowing through the leaves. Do I see any? I'm, I assume I can see pretty far in the. F- top of the forest or I see like any breaks that would show like maybe trails or um you 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 get, you get the it's hard to it's hard to make out um when you're high up and looking at this big sea of trees but you get the idea that you can kind of maybe see where maybe some rivers are nearby um but aside, okay. aside from so that, I kind of mark where rivers are mm-hmm. in my head okay uh and as you climb back down you kind of realize that yeah as you look at the map they've given you that 
those coordinate kind of where you would expect to see rivers on that map. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw those when I climbed up. Um, I think the best plan is get to a river and follow it. People need water. And it's probably the best chance of finding people in a place like this. All right. All right. I'll, uh, <laughs> I also hand Una the map, and uh, we found this in the... Uh, we already looked at the map. You did? Okay. I yeah. Don't, <laughs> I don't remember showing it to you, so... <clears throat> All right, so, um, what do, you, what do you guys do? Start walking, my dad. We start walking towards the river. All right, so there is a river to the west. Um, you get the uh, you get the idea that it'll probably be about a half a day's travel. So you guys begin walking, walking through these woods. What's that? Do we have tents? Yes, they gave you tents. Okay, cool. And uh, <laughs> big wide brimmed hats that provide shade. <laughs> I don't wear. And of course, your family. I give mine to uh, Ian Fear because his head's so big that he can kind of like combine them. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to strap them together so they balance over my ears. <laughs> I will let Adesh fly around mm. as we're walking. He seems very happy to stretch his wings and he flies as far up as he can, out of sight even. Uh, and you see him diving out of the sky at some point and he comes back over. Uh, he's got like a little mouse that he's eating. Nice. Yeah, you guys also notice that all manners of small little animals, uh, squirrels and chipmunks and groundhogs and uh, various critters that are just kind of wandering about the forest. Do they seem afraid of us? Uh, they don't seem that. They actually don't seem to pay you much mind. Uh, can I roll to just catch one? Yeah, roll me a. We'll call it just a dexterity plus proficiency check. Oh, I need to get dice. Periodically, when one is pretty close, I just kind of I'll, I'll use that ability and just say hello to it. <laughs> hello, nice to meet you. You said deck full proficiency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that you can talk to them, but they that they can't talk back to you. It's such a one-sided ability. I, but I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. I only got a nine, unfortunately. Um. That's- yeah, so you're able to catch kind of like a slower squirrel. <laughs> it's a really fat squirrel. It's mm-hmm. not that fast. I just, I just look at it. Look at like, huh? It chitters at you like like a chitter of warning, uh-huh. and it kind of tries to flail and get out of your grasp. Okay. Um. Yeah, since it doesn't like it, I'll let it go. But um going to make a habit of just grabbing at these things because they're strange looking. <laughs> um, and I'll uh, when I see this happen I'll tell Imani 
you know, if you'd like, I can try to get them to, you know, jump into your hand instead of you snatching them out of the off the ground. Let them help them. Let them have a good look at, or let you have a good look at them. I can catch them. Well, sure, but it might be traumatic for them. <laughs> so? <laughs> okay. <laughs> have it your own way. I like to, I, I like to imagine that after she catches them and lets them go, you know, just apologizes to them as you guys walk by. I do. <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't get it. You're <laughs> very strange. After about an hour, um, you guys are walking uh, when all of you suddenly hear this loud crash in the woods. Uh, um. Everybody roll me a perception check. Yeah, perception. I am decent at that. 20. <laughs> I don't beat that. 14. All right. Um, Ooh, natural 20. Damn it. Um, you guys um, notice a uh, uh, just this huge red... Uh, creature that's maybe five. It's five feet tall. It's got this like red fur, uh, and then this this long face, uh, and then just these three foot tall horns that come out of it and are kind of branched off, almost like tr- uh, dead tree branches. Uh, comes bounding through the woods, um, and kind of sees you guys, and then turns on a dime and starts bounding away. Do I know what this is? Uh, yeah, you call this a stag. <laughs> I I yell after it with my <laughs> with my ability to talk to animals. Oh yeah, have a lovely day. What kind of monster was that? The stag is not a monster. It's like majestic and shit. <laughs> it's majestic and shit. <laughs> They're, you know, herbivores. They just run around and do their own thing. I thought it was quite beautiful. They're really flighty. They're scared of everything. Hmm. Interesting. People usually hunt them and eat them. They ate it? I'm not much more venison myself. I don't know about eating something that moves around that much. Isn't it kind of like eating a person? No. Well, it's just like the steaks we had at the... uh, I forget what camp that was. It It wasn't a bandit camp. It was just kind of like the outsiders, right? Did we have... Did we have meat there? We had meat there, but oh, okay. What kind of meat was that? It was a snake. You never figured oh. out what kind of meat it was. It was a bit of a mystery. Um, oh yeah. I thought they were steaks that we had, though, not snakes. Oh, oh I thought you said snakes. I just misheard you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember snakes. <laughs> I would have made a note of that. 
just think of it as a very long-legged, fast pig. Are pigs in the underneath? Yeah. Sure. I think we've had bacon. Have we not had bacon? Like, rarely there's bacon. Um, Shivani's had bacon, but not like pork bacon. I thought we had. Well, no, Shivani's a vegetarian. Her family may. Her family has had bacon, yes. Maybe when you were like three years old before you decided to be a vegetarian. Eh, Maybe. Which is like two days old in Alvin. I, I imagine pigs are a pretty big part of the economy just because they're pretty efficient garbage eaters. Well, That's true. Um, uh, Easy enough to keep alive. Yeah. Uh, as you guys are walking, um, uh, Una, you do notice there are some like berries that are good to eat. Uh, I'll scavenge as we go. Mm-hmm. I, t- I tell them, make sure, okay, guys, don't eat anything unless I tell you you can eat it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> warning. When, when, when was All I need is you shitting yourself for like the next three days. I think when, um, <laughs> like, Una took some berries, and I think when she turns around to say that to Yin, he's got like a little red, <laughs> a little red stain around really? Really, his little ears. Just, just be careful. <laughs> I'll only eat what you give me from now on. Okay. Or just be like, "Hey, Una, does this like something that's not going to kill me?" I'll be like, "Yeah, go ahead. That sounds great." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> So after about a half days of travel and kind of maybe it takes a little longer than that too, just with your various pit stops from your, uh, you know, stopping to look at everything that is new because everything here is new. Awesome. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys make it to this kind of raging river. Um, it's it's very fast. It's moving very fast. Uh, and it's got uh, this sort of these just kind of white foamy rapids. I mean, I've probably seen something like this under. Yeah, you've definitely seen like underwater, underground rivers before, um, uh, but never one quite this wide. Uh, this is probably <clears throat> uh, fifteen hundred feet across. That's a lot. And it would have to be it would have to be absolutely stunning too to someone that is like never seen water like sunlight on water. It, that, yeah, that's a good good point. It, the water is also crystal clear, and you get the idea that it's only a few feet deep. Oh wow! And so you just see all these sort of round, polished stones at the bottom of it that are just glinting in the sun. Hmm. How deep is the water? Uh, maybe like two or three feet deep. Cool. Uh, is it moving? How fast is it moving? Rapidly. Okay. Cool. What are we planning on going along this or across it? Stroll along it for now. Does anybody, uh, does anybody, uh, 
interact with the water in any sort of way? Yeah, I think I would probably like reach in and try to um, try to pull out maybe a handful of pebbles, right. the smooth pebbles. From yeah, the... you reach in, and the water is like ice cold, coming off the mountain. Mm-hmm. Are there any fish in it? Um, as you look, you you see uh, just like kind of like small, very small fish. Um, I try to catch one. <laughs> Roll me a dexterity check. Nope. What'd you get? Uh, uh, dex plus proficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Ten. Uh, roll me a dexterity save. Oh, shit. Oh, natural one. Uh, you you reach over too far and overcorrect, and you just fall into the water. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, you need to make me a strength save. It's two feet deep. Mm-hmm. Well, I okay. can't roll anything higher than a five, so that's an eight. I go in for her. <laughs> All right. uh, you start to like you try to like get up, and every time you try to stand up, you're just like bowled over by this current. Um, roll me a strength save, Una. As uh, as uh, Amani starts very quickly sweeping away down the river. Oh God, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is thirteen. Uh, you are swept down the river. You're both <laughs> you're both moving about 120 feet per round. I'm theoretically really good at this. I have a plus seven to my strength. I just don't understand why two feet deep water has taken us. It's just it will lifting our feet yeah. out from under us. A few feet of very fast moving water will yeah. rush you away. Huh. Well, this is, you know, does, this does make sense though, because Amani would have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have what? you don't have you don't you, like, I, you have rivers underground but they're not raging like this as we're caught up I try to like position us so that our feet are heading down so we're like, looking down the way we're mm-hmm. uh, rushing yeah um, roll me another like, both roll it. me another strength save okay let's see if I can roll higher than five nope god damn it that's an eight. <laughs> Right. I got a, a 15. All right. Uh, you guys get further downstream. Uh, and just to make this a full stereotype, you start to hear kind of a roaring sound uh, up ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and you quickly realize that uh, you see an end to the river where an end ought not be. I yell over the rapids. How good are you at holding your breath? I don't know. <laughs> well, try when I tell you to. All right, um, Yin and uh, Yin and uh, 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 Shivani, uh, you look as your friends are now uh, three hundred and sixty feet away, very quickly, uh, move and moving even quicker. Uh, what did the two of you do? I think I take off at a run and follow, yeah. chase after them. All right, you guys start running along the riverbank. Um, <laughs> You st- as you run along, you start to hear a uh, a roaring sound up ahead, um, which sounds a lot like the the waterfall um, in uh, in Grand Crystallum. I just remembered there is one. Go! There. I yell to Amani as we go over the edge. Put your feet down. I try to go feet first. Okay. Um. Uh, make me another strength save, you guys. 
Oh my God. Nope, that's still not gonna make it. 15. Oh my God, no, 15. Uh, 15. I can't roll anything better higher than an eight. 15, um, with your 15, you are able to grab money and just like, just kind of kick like off the bottom of the river and like kind of just leap out like a salmon onto the shore. <laughs> uh, just about uh, 240 feet away from what appears to be a waterfall. <laughs> really know how we are. Hey, that was fun. Let's not do that again for a while, okay? Very refreshing. It is. It's 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 very nice. Very cool. But we didn't go over with this armor we're wearing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, you guys are you guys are soaked, get up and soaked to the bone. Dog. Uh, and uh, yeah, Yen and uh, Shivani come running along the bank catching up to you guys. <laughs> Are you alright? Oh yeah, just, you know, my for a quick dip. That was vaguely terrifying. Weirdly. Do you think we should, uh, perhaps, what are we, a half day in? Yeah. Well, we may have to make a fire in order to dry you two out. Isn't it it's really warm out day? Chris, it's really warm out for it's, us? It's warmer than you're used to. It's probably like in the mid-70s. Which would be super hot to somebody to it being 50 all the time. Yeah. We could uh, probably manage for a while. I'll get the sun to soak the water out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I kind of like squeegee the ends of my uh, clothes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you guys realize you're standing kind of, uh, as you get closer to the waterfall, you see it goes down about uh, 40 feet. Um, and you guys are kind of standing on a little bluff uh, overlooking. Uh, there's just sort of a, you know, the forest continues on down that way. Um, and, this is away from the mountain. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you see there's kind of a, a, a way you can get down that bluff without having to climb down. Just takes a little. You have to walk away from the river for a bit and come, kind of almost. Uh, uh, I forget what they call that. Uh, switch back, switch back your way down. So, do you have to have boats down in the Undernation at all? They have boats. Yeah. Maybe next time we come out, we should see if we can get like a canoe or something. <laughs> Take it down <laughs> the white water. Idea now. Take it down the white water rapids. Well, no, we'd walk walk with it far enough. Mm-hmm. Something light that we can walk with far enough until it calms down a bit, mm. and then uh, bird box our way out. <laughs> Red box, bird box. I've never heard that. No, it's a movie. Oh, see if we can find a folding boat. Um, when you guys get to the, get to the bottom, uh, there is actually kind of where the waterfall comes in. There is sort of this big pool um, before the river kind of continues on from out of there. Um, not as rushing at first, but um, look, it's a, a pretty little pool where you guys would have landed. Um, and as you look in there, you can see uh, several uh, fish swimming around. 
Earlier, I was thinking Larger I could just swim, but now I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I'm good. I didn't hear the beginning of that. I said earlier, I was thinking I could use a swim, but now I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> so are we going to go this way instead of the opposite direction? Is that what we've decided? No, let's follow the river down from the mountain. It, this is kind of the way you were planning on going anyway. Oh, we were following the river down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and when you have no and when you have no destination, any direction is as good as any other. That's true. So do we continue along the along the river? Uh yeah, if you'd like. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so you continue your way um, uh, down the river. Um, um, uh, you get to a point where uh, one of the trees has fallen over the water. Uh, so you, you, if, this, if you wanted to cross it, you could do it here. Um, do we want to cross or do you just want to keep on this side? Oops. We don't really know where we're going. I figure either way it's possible. Might run a risk crossing, but why don't we stay here or stay on this side until we have a reason to go to the other? At least now we know we have a way across. Sounds good. We can always double back if we need to. Yeah. We keep going. All right. Um, continue along. Um, Um, eventually, as you guys are walking along, you start to hear this sound. It's kind of a... I think we need to hear that at least a half dozen more times. No! Yeah, I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> no, no. Can I do a nature check? Yeah. Nope. That's a seven. I've rolled four eights on this. It's getting retired. Okay. <laughs> um, Una, do you know what that sound is? Who? I can't say I do. Probably some sort of bird. Can you see a bird? <laughs> you sound so definite. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different types of animals. Well, shall we go take a look at it and see what it is? It's stealthy. Anyone stealthy? I mean, for sure, it's just a bird, but who knows? It could be like a bird person. Well, of course, you guys haven't seen many people around here. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just figure it out. And I start walking towards it. Maybe maybe Amani should... Because Amani's better at, like, like traveling stuff, right? <clears throat> I mean... Yes, but I don't have any knowledge of anything of the above ground. So even if I rolled really well, well, just in terms of that following the sound, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you you're, you're not just limited to the underdark. You can you can apply your survival skills to any. Oh, also, I didn't realize you already had magical boots. Your sister probably would have given you something. Yeah, I was going to ask you after the session. Yeah, 
figure it out later. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I can roll if you want me to. Yeah, make a survival check. Oh, that's not shit. Uh, twenty. Um, uh, you you follow yes follow it for a few minutes and eventually, uh, um, Mana, you're able to point up into a tree uh, where there is a maybe a four foot tall uh, primate that's holding on to the tree and watching you guys and making these loud whooping noises. Cool. Uh, and as you pointed out to everybody, you all can see, yes, there's this this little, um, this smaller-looking monkey uh, in the tree. <laughs> what is that? Looks like a tiny, deformed human. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will uh, communicate with it, and I'll say, Hello, tiny friend. We are, uh, we're new to these parts. <laughs> Is there anything we should be afraid of? It's a monkey that doesn't talk. I know, and I can't understand it anyway if it tried, but we do charades. We do monkey charades. Um, it starts whooping very, it starts whooping very quickly in response. Whoop, 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 do whoop, I know whoop, whoop. what sort of, uh, continents would have animals like this? Um, uh, they're not. You don't normally see things like this where you're from. Uh, yeah. And um, you're not sure. I've been like joking in a bar with other adventurers from different places, and they are talking about weird shit like this. Yeah, you're unaware of any of any continent that has creatures like this. <laughs> uh, and as the uh, whooping intensifies in um, noise, uh, you guys hear kind of a crashing sound in the woods, getting closer. And closer. Um, uh, well, that's not be good. As you look in the woods, you actually see an entire tree kind of push over. Hmm. Imani, I might want to come down. Uh, and suddenly, the uh, monkey, the monkey, uh, stops whooping, and then just like jumps from that tree to another tree, and then to another tree, and then is quickly out of sight. Hell no, shit. I, I assume that means bad things are on the way. I have my Warhammer warning. Is it giving me anything else? Uh, <laughs> let's see what the Warhammer warning actually does. It's the same as my quarterstaff. Yeah. Because uh, that's what I had, right? A quarterstaff or warning? Yep. Warns you of danger. Uh, yeah, you, uh, your Warhammer is telling you danger approaching. I'm like, get down! And I'm going to need all y'all to roll some initiative. Yay! Uh, Ooh, that's very good. Uh-huh. Oof. I love having advantage on initiative. <laughs> I do too, but I can be very helpful anyway. I can't get over having a 12 for my initiative bonus. <laughs> Damn. It's hilarious. Even if I, as shitty as I always roll, 
I'm going to always have a decent initiative. Yeah. Nice. That was the nice thing about expertise for Rangram. So I'm curious, are you using the player's handbook ranger or the revised ranger? Um, I'm a gloom stalker. And right. then I, I took the human feet alert, which gives me a plus five to initiative. Right. But you're just using the, the ranger from the player's handbook? I guess. I don't know the difference. I use D&D Beyond. Okay. I think it would have said, like, ranger revised or ranger unearthed arcana if you were using the other one, so... I imagine you're just using the standard ranger. What's the difference? They revised the ranger um, to change some of the abilities and make it a bit stronger because no one, basically, no one liked playing it. Mm. I, I like the Gloomstalker. I think it's pretty cool. I think yeah, the Gloomstalker is neat. Definitely, yeah. the newer ones they've released are definitely much better. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, as you as your war- as your warhammer warns you of impending danger uh, through the trees, um, uh, you catch this massive the sight of this massive hand pushing against a tree. And as the tree pushes behind it, you see this fifteen foot tall um, massive ape. Uh, just oh. uh, and it, it is a dire ape. Uh, it is a giant ape. My, uh, and it is looking at a tasty meal that it has found. <laughs> As it appears, Una's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is going to be good." <laughs> <laughs> um, and let me go ahead and get you guys up here on roll twenty. Everyone on roll twenty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the forest is probably a little denser than this map, but this map is. We have. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. It's also very pretty. No, oh, geez. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not that big. <laughs> and Chris said, JK, I didn't want to play this campaign. <laughs> you guys are really boring to play with. I <laughs> Remember that thing you did like a few years ago when I said I'd get you back for that someday? Well, this is... <laughs> This is it. Remember that one time you guys what day, day, motherfucker. You guys hanging out with the bear that you named Bearcast. <laughs> okay, that was point of order. That was actually the very best thing. <laughs> I will defend Bearcast until the day I die. Going back one of my to one of your top five role playing experiences, that's in mine. Oh, it's so good. Bearcast was so Matt good. was on point during it. You were awesome as what's your face the girl we kept forgetting. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, yeah. We had that bard. Yeah, what was her name? 
You don't remember the? You don't remember L. Larissa's name? Larissa. Larissa, yeah. No, we don't. We never remembered Larissa, let alone her name. <laughs> we remember her this time. <laughs> All right, what'd you guys get for initiative? Eighteen. Thirteen. <clears throat> Twenty-three. Damn. Seven. Damn. Oh, and I need to roll for a dash. Excuse me. I get to go dead last. And Adesh is at 15. I, did, I put them all in and they didn't... Uh, well, sorry, what was it again? 18. 18... Oh, you guys can put your your own in, I guess. All right, eighteen. Uh, what'd you get, Kavuna? You're muted. Amanda, you're muted. She knows. She knows. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> I accidentally. Right, Skynet came back, so I muted myself. I'm on thirteen. Skynet came back. Too funny. <laughs> It does do that <laughs> every couple of years. Yeah. Got to take care of Skynet again. All right. Well, we'll start off with Shivani. Shivani, this massive, massive ape is breaking towards the woods and looking towards you guys. Uh, I'm going to draw Kesha and have her at the ready. Huh. And I am going to... Uh, in cant- a cantrip, I'm going to use Frostbite. Mm-hmm. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw. Eight total. Woo! That fails. Mm-hmm. So that's two points of frost damage. All right. And it has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes. Okay. Yeah. Frost, and I will uh, stay where I am. All right, uh, puts up the money. Oh, let me measure. Oh yeah, plenty. Uh, I'm gonna use my longbow. Um, I think that's plus seven to hit. <laughs> Give me a second here. Axe. There we go. Are those trees giving it any kind of cover? Uh, I'd say partial cover, yeah. So you'd... I mean, if I move here. Uh, hold on. Here, would I have a clear shot? Sure. Okay, well, I will. Let's see here. How far is that from me? There. Oh yeah, I can move that. So this, that, um, and then I will shoot it. Um, it's actually plus eight to hit, so it's twenty-one to hit. Oh, 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 oh! Use a bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Don't forget Hunter's Mark. Oh my god! Sorry. And um, <clears throat> all right, so your Hunter's marking. Um, okay, put that on there. 
symbol that I use for Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark is an extra D6. Okay, and this is a D8. D8. Um, plus four. So 11 points. Alright, what did you get on your attack roll? I don't think I actually got what you got on your... 21. Oh yeah, that hits. I mean, I just assumed that a 21 would hit this fucker. Alright. Uh, Adesh. Can you all see? I kind of get, I'm giving a little bit of an aura so you can kind of see the squares he's actually in. Just, can you guys mm-hmm. see yeah. that? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Yep. Let's see here. Uh... This is going to just. Um, <laughs> this is just going to hang out for the moment. Okay. This is just going to chill. All right. Uh, puts up Una. Um, I'm going to pull out my brand new boomerang mm-hmm. and head forward. Right, what do I have? Thirty feet. I think you're, you're moving faster, don't you, because you're a barbarian? Nope, Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. I'm still early barbarian. Alright. I'm gonna move to there. And then I'm going to hit it. Can I use my Divine Fury? Yeah, any weapon attack, right? I believe so. Oh, but so then I'm raging. I'm gonna... Does my rage work with non-melee weapons? Yeah. No. This plus two melee damage. I mean, it does plus two melee damage, but um, so that doesn't you know help. But you're still getting advantage on uh, your saving throws and strength checks. You're still getting resistance okay. to the damage, and you still you know it still counts as you having attacked a creature. So. Okay. Cool. That's what I wanted to know if it still counted as an attack or if I'd lose it. Okay, so I'm going to go into a rage as I run forward and then realizing I'm at the end of my uh, my uh, walking speed, I whip out this new boomerang and whip it at him. Whip it good. <laughs> um, what do I add to that? Ooh, that's not a whole lot to add. Yeah, that's not nice. Oh no, I'm actually good at that. That is a 15. Alright, the 15 will hit. Nice. Alright, so I get. Right. I'll go ahead and roll a con save. Alright. Yeah, he rolled a nat, nat 18 on that, so he succeeds on that. Alright, so what does that mean? Uh, I mean, he, t- he takes 4d4 po- points of damage. Um, it's just, okay. know, he's just not stunned. Alright, cool. So that is 5 
Do I need to tell you what the different ones are? Or just, is he not? It doesn't matter for him. Okay. Fifteen points. All right. He takes that in. Sweet. And I'm an early level barbarian, so all I get is one hit. All right. Um, he is going to... He get, kind of goes down on all fours and rushes over, leaps up into the air, and lands next to you, Una. Nice. Uh, and he is going to smash you with each of his fists. Disadvantage on the first attack. Disadvantage on the first attack. Um, so fist his left hand with disadvantage. Uh, the disadvantage gave him a natural one. So uh, Yay! He, he, you, kind of, you kind of uh, roll to the side. This is on you, Una. Cool. Uh, no, I was wondering if a dash was what gave him disadvantage. No, no, it was, was um, his frostbite. Oh, yeah. And his second nice. attack. Uh, AC 19. That hits. All right. Uh, for 23 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, my God. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance on that. And don't forget that's We're half for you. We're going to 11, so right? So it'll be 11 oh. for you. Oh, then I'm not going to use it yet. Okay. Oh, this one hits hard, guys. Hmm. All right, uh, puts up, uh, puts up, um, Yen. All right, I will scroll around until I can grab myself. Um, <laughs> not that way, you bastards. Um, I think I'm gonna move. Here, Sorry. kind of interpose myself between it and, and uh, Shivani, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at it. Okay. So that is a attack six. <clears throat> you said a fifteen hits. Yes. He is very oh. easy to hit. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out. <laughs> Alright, so that does hit. And it does. Uh, five, nine. It does nine points of damage. Nine points of radiant damage. Right. And the next attack roll made against it before the end of my next turn has advantage. Nice. Okay. So, nice. tax roll by anybody. And then I'm going to use um, my bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Probably right there. And what, what kind of what kind of weapon is your Spiritual Weapon? Um, I think it's a um, you know I'm, my, my goddess is, is the god of uh, goddess of hearth and home, so it is a fireplace poker. <laughs> uh, you cast Guiding Bolt as your action? Yeah. Then you can't cast... Um, you'd have to cast a Cantrip as your bonus action. I thought it said I, I can 
cast that one as oh, a Oh, if you cast action. a spell as a bonus action, you can only cast a cantrip. So if you cast a non-cantrip... You can move it as a bonus action later, but you can't cast it initially as a bonus action if you cast another spell. Yeah, sorry. So in, in, in any one turn, you can cast a cantrip and a leveled spell. You can't cast two leveled spells. Okay. It's it is kind of it's kind of a it's one of those weird rules that's there, but it's a little very weird. confusing. Yeah. Okay. What is my actions here? Are my actions. Yeah, the way D D Beyond has it is very confusing too because it has it as bonus actions. Anything that is a bonus action all the way up the spell list. So in like fifth level, it's like bonus action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then I am done. All right. I have any bonus actions. <clears throat> so uh, Yen puts back up Shivani. Um, Shivani. Yeah. Does not really want to get close to this thing because it looks like. That was Can you saw me get like hit and put like five feet into the ground. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go with. No, that's still too close. Um, we're just gonna do another. Just do another frostbite, so it makes another con save. Okay. Uh, Fifteen total. Yeah, that succeeds. So, nothing happens. Um, she's going to move... Whoops. she move over here. She's a little bit closer, but still out of arm's reach. Okay. Does uh, frostbite count as, a, as an attack? It's, a, it's not an attack roll, it's a saving throw. Oh, okay. All right, Tamana, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to move here. And before, I, so this is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. If I move back away on the same turn, does that activate an attack of opportunity? Mm-hmm. It does? Yeah. Um, in that case, I will not make that move. Um, I will use my boots of flying. How tall is this thing? 15 feet. Okay, well, I will fly 15 feet to, like, some trees up here, and I will use my longbow again. Roll with advantage. Okay, that's good. (laughs) I rolled a three, and then I rolled a two. (laughs) So that's a light hit, so I do nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> helpful mystical glow that my guiding bolt um, was just on. distracted you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adesh. He's going to fly up, flap in the gorilla's face, and be very annoying, and then scoot out of the way and give help to uh, Una on her attack. Does that provoke if you leave it into its threatened range? Not with a dash, because as an owl, they have flyby. 
So if they fly past a creature, it doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, puts, up, puts up Una. All right. Sorry about that. I had to run to pee. It's your turn. You're good. Awesome. Um, since he's right up on me, I'm gonna whip out my Warhammer and move one, two, three. Move up a bit around his, uh... Actually, I'm gonna go this way. And I'm going to hit him. Um, I wasn't aware that I had this before. Do I have Reckless Attack now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fuck it. I'm going to use that. You do have advantage not? already because Adesh is aiding you. Oh, Adesh is aiding me. Okay, mm-hmm. I missed that when I was being. Oh. Uh, then I'm not going to be reckless because it gives some atta- advantage against me later. Um, so I'm going to hit him. All right. 16. Uh, that'll hit. So uh, you, he's smashed you to the ground with his fist. You roll out of the way and come back up with your uh, what weapon do you have? Uh, my warhammer. So you come back up. With I kind of, as I roll, I kind of use the momentum to flip me back up and then just like flip over and hit him in the face with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one. Oh, oh. man, I forgot. One d10 plus. Thirty-six. Plus two. Nine. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen points of damage. No, sixteen. Sixteen points. All right. Uh, you you hit him with this. You club him with the. With the uh, Warhammer, and you just get the idea that, I mean, even though he's taken probably 50 points of damage so far, it's barely made a dent into this. He is just all muscle and meat. And, uh And so you, as you kind of you roll around him and hit him with your uh, hit him with your hammer, he, he spins around, grabs a rock, and it just comes down with it trying to crush you beneath him. Uh, first with his left fist... Which misses uh, AC fourteen, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then AC twenty three. Oh, that hits! Uh, so once again, you're just unable to account for both fists as you duck out of the way. The first one, uh, he smashes you with a closed fist uh, with the second one, uh, dealing you twenty four points of damage. So twelve for you. Um, he. Uh, he just opens his mouth and bellows a loud roar in your face, spittle, and uh, uh, just I kind of mucus, that. just uh, like cover your face and you scream back at him. I try to spit a lot too. <laughs> Yin for Europe. Uh, you've seen uh, you've seen Una get smashed by this ape twice now, and you get the idea that maybe one more smash and she's gonna. Yeah, I'm not doing great. I mean, you've taken right. two huge smashes from a giant ape. I think you're doing pretty good, all things considered. Oh, yeah, like, considering, but... 
And if I'm within this thing's threat radius and I cast a spell, does it get an attack of opportunity? No? Okay. But if it's a ranged spell, you have disadvantage on the attack roll. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move up here, and I'm going to lay on hands on my buddy. All right. And cast um, Cure Wounds. And I don't need to attack or anything for that, right? Attack? Nope. What? No, she she lets you, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. You just roll your dice. I will cast that as a second level spell. But to be fair to Sean, I think it was maybe second edition. You actually did have to roll to see if you hit with your cure wounds. Yeah, you had to you had to roll your touch attack. And you and I think you do with inflict, right? With inflict, yes. Yeah. Um second edition, God John, how old are you? Incredibly old. <laughs> um so that is, you get 14 points back. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that was a good roll. I will not immediately be killed, and then that's it. <laughs> and I think that's all I can do. Can you, you say you can cast it? Can you cast a cantrip as a bonus action? If you have one that is a bonus action, yes. Oh, let me check. I don't think you do. I think all the cleric cantrips are actions, but you can cast. So on your next turn, if you wanted to do like spiritual weapon as a bonus, you could then cast a cantrip like uh, sacred flame or something as your action. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how the economy works with clerics. So okay, all right, puts uh, up uh, top of the round, Shivani. Shivani is going to be brave and run in um, to uh, try and take a little bit of pressure off of Una, and I'm going to make a slash <clears throat> with Kesha. Not roll great, unfortunately. Um, that's a that's a nine to hit. That will not hit. So that's All my right. turn. Um, puts up a money. Damn it. Okay. Hold on one second. Oh wait, did you still have uh, advantage because of a dash, or is that just for the net one next attack? It, it, you give advantage to a specific person, so oh. I gave it to Una I got for addition. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I would like to fly up another fifteen feet because if I take one hit from this thing, there's every chance that it will just kill me in one hit. <laughs> oh my god! Um, what's six plus eight? Fourteen. Fourteen. Which is a mess. That's I'm a hit. Done. What? I thought it was fifteen. No, I never said that. Okay. He said right. 15 hits. He yeah. didn't say that was the upper class. Um, and that's a D6 and a D8. Right? I, I yeah. think so, because you have your hunter's mark, right? So. Yeah, I just was on the wrong page. There we go. Oh, that's a good roll. Um, 15, 15 points of damage. Uh, it is a solid shot. Um, but he is still not bloodied. Jeez. Well, that's fair. At least I... Uh, he uh, he bellows with anger and beats his chest a little bit uh, as he uh, picks a, as he takes his rock in his hand and he uh, swings it uh, over, over... I did not realize he had a rock. <laughs> uh, as he swings it... probably not far enough away. <laughs> As he, he swings it just kind of over your head, Una, and smashes it into Yin. 
uh, AC 27. Does that have a legendary action? Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped over a Dash and Una. <laughs> I was yeah, I was wondering. I was like, okay. I don't know why in my That's head I thought it was his eight. turn. I was just like, it'd be nice if he went now. I guess he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> Uh, is going to fly by and uh, give help to Una again and sort of hover in the air and chill next to Amani. What's up? I forgot I was an owl. <laughs> Alright, Una. I'm going to hit him. Alright. That's what I do. I cast a uh, Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's high. 19? Yep, and I think you have um, advantage on this, so you might as well roll it again to see if you got the. Uh... Nat twenty. Yeah. Nope. All right, now are you two handing this warhammer? Yeah, I am. All right, so you get the d10. So roll d10 plus four. Plus six. I also my first. Uh, it's my first attack this round. I get my um, divine fury. Oh, I mm-hmm. awesome. Oh god, that was so good. Okay, um, that is 11 bludgeoning and 7, um, 7 radiant plus 2. So, a nine, uh, 11 plus 7 plus 2? Yeah. 20 points of damage. Wow. Oh, yes! He bellows out in pain, and uh, as you take uh, that, you bitch! As you've opened up a wound, uh, he is now bloodied. Uh, yes. However, however, he is still going to attack uh, Yin, uh, which does hit for uh, twenty-three points of damage. Uh, so uh, you you uh, you run over and lay your hands on Una, and the magic uh, flows from you to. Her healing her a bit, uh, and you look up just in time to see this uh, huge rock coming in. You kind of duck out of the way as it crashes into your shoulder. Um, wow! Uh, it takes two thirds of my hit points with it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, how much did I say it hit you for? Twenty-three. Um, <clears throat> sorry, it was twenty-nine. Jesus! Oh, fuck. Right. I forgot to add right. a strength modifier. Then I'm unconscious. Um, all right. I've got, I've got cure wounds. All right. That's so, what I'm going to do on my turn. Uh, and uh, so you, you look up just in time to see the rock coming in, uh, and then everything goes dark, and your body kind of flies backwards from the impact of the blow. <laughs> you skid into the ground. Um, That's pretty nice of you, Chris. <laughs> what's that? That's very nice of you <laughs> to uh, move him out of the way. <laughs> uh, and then um, Una, uh, the other fist is coming down at you. Uh, AC nine will miss, or not nine? Uh, Fourteen. Can I like this? All misses. Can I like punch him as he's punching me, just for flavor? Yeah. <laughs> like you hit my friend. Yeah, and I need you to make me a death save. I haven't done one of these in so long. It's just a D twenty, right? Yeah. Seventeen. Right. One success. I mean, you should be really used to them, Sean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, right? Experience out of all of us, didn't you? 
Uh, I mean, you know, fuck all y'all. To be fair, I think I don't don't think Shanzi actually had death saving. I think he just died. Uh, uh, Shivani, you're up. Wow. Um, Okay. Um, That's like my friends are so odd. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna try and and stab with Kesher again. Ooh, that's much better. Um, It's a twenty to hit. That will hit. So that is seven points of slashing damage. All right. And I will not move. So that's it for my turn. All right. Uh, puts up Imani. Um, can I? Which one is Yen? Is it this one? <clears throat> yeah. That one? yeah. Okay. Can I make it to him? Um, yeah. Just. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can fly diagonally down thirty feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let me see. And then I what what is going on? Oh, we gotta do this first, and then this. So I'll go down next to him, and I will cast Cure Wounds. Never cast a healing spell in my whole entire life. It feels good, don't it? One d eight plus your spell casting modifier. Uh, for you, it was the was three. The- so you're you're going to be alive, but not feeling well. Yeah. Seven. Total? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, only total. It's me we're talking about. I mean, here. that's not a bad roll. Four is a, four is a perfectly cromulent roll. Cromulent? Yeah. Four? Romulent. Seven. Cromulent. Seven. No, Romulent. He's very Romulan-y. <laughs> All right. Um, Adesh. Uh, is going to bye bye hoo hoo and give uh, and give help to Una again. All right, I like bye bye hoo hoo. Una, your turn. Ouch. Seeing um, Yin get flung back and hit, she returns the roar of the uh, giant <laughs> ape better than she did last time when it was just for funsies, and she goes to like jump up and hit him in the fucking face. All right. Ooh, that's good. Nineteen. All right. And did you uh, roll double just because of uh, a dash in case you rolled a twenty? Yeah, I did. Right. Well, yeah, worked. the second one wasn't good. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Oh god, where did it go? Oh, these arrows suck. Uh, eight, eleven. Eleven points, all right. Still a good hit. It's a great hit. All right. Um, Una, he's going to return his uh, attentions to you, making two attacks. Good. Um, I believe a uh, fifteen misses you, doesn't it? Misses, yes. Uh, a twenty will hit. Yes, it will. Uh, for twenty-one, so ten points of damage to you. 
I'm trying to decide if I want to do a stone's endurance. I think I have another dread hit in me. So. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, and he bellows um, loudly. Yin, you're up. <laughs> Alright, so I am going to cast Prayer of Healing. That takes like ten minutes to cast. Oh, really? Ah, oh, shit. Alright, well, I'm not going to cast that then. Um, what's the other one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Do <laughs> you want to cast your spiritual weapon now? <laughs> well, does it? It goes away if I if I'm knocked unconscious again, right? It does. How does this thing look? Uh, it's bloodied. But it took a while to get there. It did. Yeah, but with your spiritual weapon, you're not going to be in melee. Yeah. And I can, can tell get- you that it has more hit points than any one of you, but it does not have more hit points than all of you put together. <laughs> um, so it doesn't have over 100. Wait, right, is it so- dash counted? Uh, dash <laughs> has one hit, two hit points. He counts. And Matt, you said if I cast my spiritual weapon, then I can also cast a cantrip yes. as a bonus action? Okay. So I will do that. I will cast my spiritual weapon there and try to hit it. Um, oops. Spiritual weapon cast actions. Okay. Um, and that I get a... I got a nine, so I missed. Nine total, or did you add anything? No, nine total. Oh. Yeah, I rolled a three. Uh, And then I will um, Sacred Flame him. Okay. All right, so he needs to make... um, Dex 14 save. Can you grab me my anti-bad? You got a Dex of 12 total. All right. And he takes eight points of damage. All right. I rolled an an actual eight. Siobhan, and that's the turn. Back up, back to the top to you. Um, say twelve to hit with Kesha. That hits. Woo. Yay, Kesha! Yay, Kesha! Only four points of damage, unfortunately. Oh, Kesha. Thank you. I'll clean the kitchen. Are you running things? Is it my turn? Sorry, did you... I didn't hear how much damage you did with Kesha. Did you... Four points. Four points, okay. All right, Amana, you're up. Okay, I'm going to try and hit it with my longbow again. Um, I'm going to fly up 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my god, I fucking hit it! Nice. 17 plus 8, which definitely hits. Oh. Um, well, that's not my attacks. Hold on. 
14 points of damage. 14 points? 13. 13 points. Uh, the creature bellows out in pain. It doesn't look like it has much much left in it. A dash? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we'll help Una again. Okay, Una. Nice. Una sees it faltering. Get some resolve and encouragement from the little owl fluttering about. <laughs> um, that is whatever 11 plus my hit is. 17. Alright, and that is beast. That's right, I don't want to roll that one. I don't want to roll these two. Nine, ten, eleven. 14. Fourteen. Nice. And as I hit it, I yell to cover snatch that will finish it off. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's uh, like he's bleeding from. Several several wounds and uh, uh, looks like he's you know starting to you know kind of get almost punch drunk, uh, but he focuses and uh, just for flavor I I brace myself for the next hit <laughs> and just for flavor he uh, let's see uh, nineteen will hit right yep uh, then the twelve will miss uh, yeah you've been getting lucky with this it's only. <laughs> He's only, He's only hit me one each time, yeah. Yeah, uh, but for flavor's sake, he just grabs you in his hand and picks you up, and slams you into the tree next to him. Uh, uh, Twenty-nine points, so that'll be fourteen. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and use my stones endurance. Okay. Good plan. <laughs> just for flavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, just for funsies. Just for flavor. Oh no, that was terrible. What was it? Uh, fourteen. Okay, so that's ten points of damage. Do you prevent four? I rolled it two. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. What's that put you down to? Six. Yeah, I'm down to six. All right. Um, Am I dead already? Did I just come out to outside and die immediately? (laughs) (laughs) You're up. All right. Uh, both so, both this ape and uh, Una look like they're on death's door. Okay. Well, I am going to. Una and her rage just starts like gnawing on the ape's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to try to. I think I'm going to try to kill it instead of. Well. No, I'm not. Yes. Yeah, I think I gotta go for the gusto. Um. I will try to guiding bolt it. Ah, oh, fuck! And I will miss. That dice is on timeout, and then I will hit it with my my bonus action. And 
11. That just misses. I'm so sorry. Uh, <sighs> shit. And I, I imagine with a creature this size, it's less that you're not hitting it, more just its its skin is so thick. Yeah. Um, well, and Shivani and I go before he goes again, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shivani, you're... Yeah. Every, all of you, yeah, I mean, all of you get to go before he goes again, so... Uh, oh, uh, unless somebody wants to give me inspiration to re-roll, because I rolled a nine. <laughs> oh! I forget that we give each other inspiration. <laughs> I forgot about it too until just now. There was something that you did earlier that I was like, that's awesome. So yeah, I give you I give you inspiration late. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. I rolled worse. Oh no. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm just so, trying really hard here, Matt, and you're not living up to your private bar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright. Um, my turn? It is your turn. Oh, thank goodness. I hit it. 17 plus 8. Oh, wow. That's good. Roll. So, um, no. 12. 16. 16? 12 plus 4? That's yeah. 16. How do you want to do yeah. this? Yay! <laughs> Uh, flying up slightly, I pull back my bow and get close to it and go right through the skull. All right, so yeah, you're. Uh, he's got he's got um, Una in his hand. He's like squeezing on her. She's literally got her his his thumb in her mouth, just biting into it. Uh, just both of them her, just right? kind of like screaming at each other. Uh, and while its attention is focused on her, you see your opportunity fly up, pull the bow, the arrow shoots straight through into its eye and then straight into its brain. As it falls over, face uh, falls over backwards onto the tree. Uh, Una landing on top of his now still chest. As you guys uh, catch your breath, for good measure, as she lands, she's going to like do a elbow into the face, (laughs) (laughs) then like roll up to her feet. So the overworld is full of gigantic monsters. Have you ever seen a giant ape before? No. Have I? Oh, have, oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. No. I first one I've ever seen. I kind of poke it with my toe. So, Luna, are these good eating? No, it's like no, a tiny human. Yeah. People mm-hmm. aren't the best to eat. The grizzly and we should see if we should ask how you know that. Um as you guys uh look at the ape, you look at this guy, you realize it's starting to get night. Um might be a good time to make camp. Uh you look at up up in a tree kind of watching this, you see that uh, monkey from before just kind of looks at all this and then just jumps away from tree to tree to tree to tree. I want to hit it with my javelin <laughs> yeah. as it leaves. I was going to send my spiritual weapon after it. <laughs> uh, roll me, yeah, roll me, sure, why not? I'll, I'll give you one. Roll me one javelin attack. <laughs> Ooh! Um, that's high. Where is that? 22? Uh, the uh, javelin... Uh, you you just huck it 
Uh, the monkey, un- unexpecting, uh, is leaping from tree, tree to tree, and it catches it right in midair. Uh, and the monkey just nice. falls 30 feet to the ground. Am I still raging? Yeah. So it, like, lights up a little bit as it does it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. A little bastard. Uh, so camp? I should use a rest. Yeah, I think we could all use it. Got the shit beat out of me. I think we could all use a lifetime of nightmares fighting that thing. Eh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> this, this has been a day of firsts. <laughs> That's true. I forget that you guys are, you know, experiencing new things, adjusting to the environment. Getting attacked by new monsters. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Let's make camp. Pretty- you guys make camp. Uh, who's keeping watch? Uh, I like to take morning watch. I my prayers right afterwards. I'd like to take first watch if possible. Shivani will stay up for the first two watches. Okay, I think I'll, I guess that means I take third watch before bed. Um, Una goes up to Shivani and was like, "You know, the first time we went around, I noticed that you were doing drawings." And she pulls out her sketchbook, and it has like really good drawings, like Bob Ross quality drawings of like different areas. Mm-hmm. And she's flipping through, and then she's like, "And so, like, what we do in the tribe, we all learn, so we could tell people about what we've seen, so everyone's always not uh, too distracted by their environment." But you know, since I went down to where we were, I started drawing people, and she flips through, and there's people in there, but they're like five-year-old sketches of people, like with the round bodies and the round heads, and like the <laughs> arms, like seven mm-hmm. fingers. <laughs> and that's all they are. It's like, see, this is you. And you're over here. And then this is the end of the body when we are fighting. And there's like a circle and some eyes out of it. That's the uh, um, the flail snails. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting better at that. Like, I'm. Your anatomy needs a little bit of work, but yeah. all in all, I think you. Like, I'm good with the anatomy when it comes to like crushing it. Oh yes, yeah. No, but other than that, like I never like studied a book of anatomy. All I know is that there is like a head there and eyes. You probably want to crush it. That's why. That's why the snails have eyes. Yes, they don't have necks. They should probably have necks. Do snails have necks? Of sorts. Yes. Okay. And she goes back. Shivani, <laughs> <sighs> during the evening, is um, making note in the journal of their first day of, of travel and everything they encountered. And she's going to include some sketches of the, the stag and um, the, uh, the ape. Hey, no, that's not for you. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is trying to eat my pizza. 
Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, just record their first day of adventure. All right. Oh, in the morning we should see if we should in oh. her family journal. And I, I mentioned before because I was still pretty shooken up, but I say uh, in the morning we should see if that thing had a layer. Do they want to? There should be more. Not true, but there could be stuff. Are these creatures known for hoarding? Uh, (laughs) I've never seen one before, so. I mean, we can scout, but I don't think we should go too far out of our way to try to find something. That's quite right. In this type of place, going far out of your way means essentially running into more things that are going to kill you. <laughs> I think we're pretty, pretty much guaranteed of that. Yeah, but stay in a straight line, fewer things potentially. You weave around, you find more stuff. Makes sense. All right. So we'll sleep. Yeah. Resties. Right, you, guys, uh, you guys open into, you tuck into your rations that the uh, uh, council gave you. It's mostly mushroom-based foods. Oh my god! I just eat nuts and berries. <laughs> yeah, I for some reason bought a hundred pounds worth of rations. What? I think I was planning on giving them out to like people we met and forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as the sun goes down, uh, all of you look up into the sky and you see just this beautiful multitude of little white dots uh, and these kind of this kind of long swirly looking cloud thing behind them that's glowing this sort of faint milky glow I'm settling down to go to sleep <laughs> so those are stars they're quite beautiful can I tell by the stars like which way is North are they the same stars that I see on my side where I'm from? Yeah, because I mean, you would. I mean, you see the same stars because you're you're both in the same. You get the idea that you're probably in the same hemisphere that you originally are from, or uh, not hemisphere. Uh, yeah. Hemisphere. yeah, yeah, northern hemisphere. Yeah. Do I know which way is north? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can you can tell directions by the stars. Um, also, uh, about as the night goes on, um, you guys are shocked a little bit, except for you, of course, because uh, you feel like the sun, it seems like the sun is coming back up because there's this big bright object in the sky, just this big white round uh, uh, kind of silvery disc, uh, as it is a full moon, uh, and 
the moon is so bright that the ground around you is just, you can see almost as if it was daylight. And one of us is a secret werewolf. <gasps> <laughs> no, that would be Tristan. Tristan's not playing this thing. <laughs> I, I, I imagine uh, I have a bit of a fitful night sleeping because of uh, monkey attack and, and <laughs> the moon. <laughs> too bright for you guys to sleep. It is. It is much brighter than it is at night in the caves. <laughs> Una's dead to the world. Um. <laughs> so what do you guys, um... Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys, I'm just curious what do you guys chat about under the, under the sky? Also, who keeps what watch? That's also important. First, last watch. I'm up for first and second. And I'm third. I don't know. I think we just be peppering Una with questions. <laughs> What's that? What's that? The moon is like a smaller sun. <laughs> Will that one burn us? No. It, it's not as hot. It's just like bright. It's like the crystals you guys have, while the sun is like its own, has its own power. Hmm. What's the name of the thing? The moon? Okay. I said like two seconds ago. Moon. 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 All right. As you guys, uh, as the sun breaks the, the next day and the moon's gone down. Uh, the clouds start rolling in, um, and a just a light, misty rain starts to fall. Hmm. Una, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be dropping water on us. I mean, it's inconvenient that it is, but it's not weird. All right. Here, go like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what everyone does. <laughs> Be careful where you walk. I I try to do that and, and stumble a little bit. Oh, Again, I said be careful. <laughs> fresh water, and you collect it when you're someplace that's not near fresh water. Right. I make um, sure so, the, the uh, for your journal is tucked are away. You, are you going to follow the... Uh, Ape tracks to try to find where its layer is, or are you going to stick to the river or do something completely different from those two options? What what would fuck things up the most? <laughs> I leave that up to your creative minds to decide. <laughs> I would suggest we stick to the river. I would too. I think so too. I want to get as far as possible into where the other people were. When they disappeared. Okay. No, but then for the rest, I'll do. Okay. So you guys proceed along uh, the day, um, <coughs> heading along the riverbank. Um, uh, you, you see, uh, you see more animals in the woods. Um, uh, you see, you do see a few animals you recognize, Una. Like obviously, you recognize stags. Uh, you see some raccoons that you recognize. Um, 
uh, squirrels, obviously, and, and then some other ones you 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 don't recognize. Uh, just uh, some weird birds. Are they like colorful weird or less colorful weird or? Um, yeah, like you see this one bird that has like these beautiful like green and blue feathers. Hmm. Um, you see I another... throw my hammer at it. What's that? I throw my hammer at it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I let I let any carnivore carnivore small animals know that there's a a fucking great monkey they can go eat back there. <laughs> um, they can live in it. All right, uh, <laughs> you kill a peacock, uh, Una. <laughs> Cool, I put some of its feathers in my hair. Cool. And then, like, dress the rest of it for eating later. Mm-hmm. I take the rest of the feathers, because they're pretty. They <laughs> they are. All right. So, uh, that evening, uh, you guys have... Uh, well, obviously, Shimani, you don't, because you're vegetarian, but the rest of you have a uh, roasted peacock, uh, which is actually pretty good. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> Not that you know what that would taste like. Have you ever had chicken? This, this doesn't taste like mushrooms at all. Oh my god, it's so much better than mushrooms. <laughs> it's it's quite good, really. I have like peacock fat dripping down my chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's really nice to be out. Isn't it much nicer out here? Like it's, is it just me or is it nicer out here? It's different. It doesn't smell like people all the time. Or dankness. It's not as musty. The smell is odd. <laughs> it's clean. It's not odd. Odd is what you got down there. Uh, mid- midway through your third day, uh, uh, Amani, you you detect, detect it first and kind of step everybody uh, up okay. ahead. The stream is this is a part of the the river where it's less ragey. Uh, mm-hmm. You see this um, uh, this this big tall uh, though not nearly as tall as that giant ape uh, uh, brown bear crossing the stream. Oh, yeah. Um, it kind of splat. It kind of drinks some water out of the stream, and then like, kind of throws its paw in there at some fish. It eventually kind of gets a a big fat fish in its mouth uh, and starts eating it. It kind of plops down on the other side of the bank, kind of oblivious to you to you lot. Cool. Let's sneak around. Yeah, just walk a distance away so that we're out of its range. Mm-hmm. Is that an animal or one of the denizens of your world? Oh, it's a bear. Oh, oh that's, that's a bear. bear. Oh, yeah. It's kind of you cute. You guys know about bears? When oh. do you know about bears? And you guys also realize that uh, Una is one of Una's uh, furs, uh, kind of is similar to that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so bears are made out of coats. No. Coats are made out of bears. Oh. Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> like bears or wolves or sometimes 
boxes, but you have to put a lot of them together. Huh. Does any of that mean anything to you? <laughs> no, not okay. really. I'll point them out if we see any. How do we make cloth in the under nation? It happens. Silkworms. <laughs> Silkworms. Uh, Magic. Cotton. Cotton grows in like cotton. That's canonical now. <laughs> um, on the it's fourth- just like a fine moss that grows down there and is refined. <laughs> um, as you guys are walking along on your fourth day, um, uh, you all uh, actually will be perception. We'll see who notices first. <laughs> perception? I'm decent at 16. that. Uh, oh, no, I, I did not roll good. Five. Fifteen. Not very good at all. Damn it. All right, Sean. Put the thing flat. Uh, 19. Mm. I think 19 was the highest. Yep. <sighs> yeah, and you see something in the woods um, that immediately catches your eye. It's a straight line, which, as we know, nature abhors generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you realize there is some sort of structure. Uh, over in that direction, though, um, as you quickly surmise, not one that appears to be in any sort of habitable shape. I uh, I kind of tell everybody, what are, I think, take a look at this. This is a straight line to something. No, you, you see, it's at... a structure. It's a structure in the world. Oh, okay. Hey, look, there's a there's a some sort of building up there. I'm going to move closer. Maybe you would, Amani, you want to fly up and check it out? I can. Or we could just walk up. <laughs> I walk up. I, I don't, I think Una ignored all of that. She was already yeah, on her way. She's already going. <laughs> she wasn't going to wait. I am right. as stealthy as Una can be. But <laughs> uh, you, as you walk over, um, you see what looks to be um, just kind of a big rotten piece of timber sticking straight up out of the ground, um, and uh, what looks to be what's just the remnants of a um, of kind of a uh, a big stone wall that's next to it, uh, maybe. And it's not much. I mean, the the timber itself is maybe you know coming three feet up off the ground, and the wall, the wall is maybe like at that three feet and kind of angling down to. You said stone wall. Yeah. I'm going to like. And it's just this like it's just this like around. one little corner of the of what used to be a structure there that you can see, uh, and then it's just it's just sticking out of the forest floor. I'm going to stuff my feet around in the uh, area that looks like it would be like the inside of the structure mm-hmm. and see if I can unearth like any bits of metal or stone or tools or anything like that. Um, 
You don't you uh, don't find any on the surface. However, you do notice something when you go around to the other side. Uh, carved into the timber, uh, you see the writing that still is gouged pretty deep in there. Uh, it says uh, test seven five fifty, uh, and then there's four names below it. Oh, there's writing over here. I can't read. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> says, you don't test... know that, but I just tell you guys this writing here. It says test seven, four fifty, and then five fifty, and then oh my goodness, it appears to be. The... Can I remember what happened to test seven? The seventh on... expedition. On what? What expedition they? Uh... Uh, they made it five expeditions. Okay. Um, and as you, uh, you did they think, describe this area? You think you remember from their first book them describing a structure kind of like this? Would, would five fifty mark out to the, to be the like the year of their expedition? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to carve into the wood above their names. Mm-hmm. About what they wrote. What are you going to carve? You can't. What? Sorry, you cut out. What are you carving in it? Oh, I said it's just a dick. That's oh. it. She's carving a dick. Yep. That's okay. my thought. Why? <laughs> Why not? Good. Old habits die hard, Matt. Old habits die hard. Clearly. It's what? And it's me. Some impulses survive resurrection. <laughs> or reincarnation. If we can wait here for just a, a few moments, there's a ritual I'd like to perform. Shivani will get out her spellbook and cast a detect magic ritual. See if there's anything magic in the area. Um, what's the range in there? It's like 60 feet? Uh... Within 30 feet, 30 and feet. it lasts for 10 minutes. All right. Uh, you, you kind of cast it and look around. Obviously, you see the glows of your, your uh, companion's accoutrement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, there is nothing overtly magical about this area. Okay. Oh, okay. I just remembered something I wanted to do, but we can get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this just appears to be a place where one of your former uh, uh, previous expedition groups have stopped and made a mark. And, Amani, you said that they had survived past this? Uh, past Expedition 5. This is probably their initial, I would assume. Yeah, you, you, okay. you think you remember seeing it in their first book. Okay, so no reason to be too concerned right now. It's not like it's not like they wrote like uh, test test uh, test seven five fifty arg. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> All right. Why would they take the kind time to carve that? All right, shall I move on? Yeah. That's us. Mm-hmm. All right, what was the thing you wanted to and do? And as we all leave, I kind of scratch out the dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 all 
but I'm going to uh, wait until they're gone. Um, all right, uh, uh, Shivani, there was something you wanted to do? Within the first couple of nights that were there, I want to cast Identify on the patches that they gave us. Oh, okay. The arm patches. <laughs> just to see how they function magically. Sure. Um, I think it would be just divination magic. I don't think there's anything um, in the book that would compare to it, but... Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, they just, uh, it, it appears that he uses some sort of divination magic to, uh, to send the, um, the status, life, sign life signs of this person back to some okay. receiver somewhere. All right. No hidden kill command or anything like that. Oh, there's so many hidden kill commands. There's a hidden kill <laughs> command. There's a hidden <laughs> command that makes you kill. Uh, no, it's just, it's just. One of them just says we hate Giovanni. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's just it's just the uh Okay. Just that. <laughs> you, you breathe a sigh of relief as you put your pearl away. Wait, so Sabani literally clutches her pearls to crash to see what's on her hands. Yeah, she's yeah. a, a clutch up pearl, a very nice pearl. A pearl. Yeah. That's delightful. <laughs> that is really great. And uh, yeah, uh, you guys kind of yeah take a moment to uh, reflect on the people that came here before you, cross off your dicks, and continue <laughs> uh, continue on into the wilderness. And that is where we'll end the session today. And do we level up? Uh, I was. You guys leveled up after yeah. the Minotaur, right? Yeah. I think so, yes. Um, yeah. That was like two sessions ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you level up really fast when you're this low. I was I, I here's the thing, I was wondering if you did or not. Uh, and I feel like yeah, that's a big milestone. You guys left, you fought this giant ape. That seems like a level upable milestone. I yeah. kind of I was kind of figuring out the XP of it and I was like, that's not what the milestone system's about, Chris. That's not thinking that way. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, monkey almost killed me. With one shot. every session. You can definitely expect us to ask every session. Did we level up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime anything big happens, we're gonna ask, and we're sorry in advance, but that's what's happening. Right, so, uh, go ahead and level yourselves up. Um, you want to roll your hit dice right now? That would be great. And then, what do I have a D twelve? D twelve. What is mine? Uh, D ten, Amani. Ooh, that was good. Eleven. Mine is a D8. It's plus our con. Uh, and yeah, you'll add your con to it. I rolled a four. So that counts yeah. as a six. So on a D10. On a D10. Yeah. A five. It's a six. Yeah. Okay, six. So eight. I get eight. Right. So, but you don't have to remember. So all you do is when you go to manage your level, uh, there'll be a hit point in the upper right. And just add the six, not the eight, to the rolled HP. It'll take care of the con for you. Okay. Manage HP. Look at me! I'm so strong. Nice. Well, first you have to level yourself. Oh, we learned rested too. So. So I just add my rolled, what I rolled to my rolled HP. Yeah. 
So. Okay. Um. Oh, ability score improvement. Noise. Oh yeah, level four is a good level. I mean, I don't get anything else, but. Shivani is now two and two, wizard and fighter. Nice. I forget which is the one she was lower in, wizard or fighter. Say what? Which was the one she was lower in? Was it wizard or fighter? Fighter. Uh, she was lower in fighter. Okay. Chris, how do I look at the feet? Um, if you uh, you choose you choose feet. And it'll give you the whole list. There's, yeah. If you think you type, if you type in feet at the top search bar, it'll give you a. Will it give it to me, or it won't because I don't pay for it? Uh, that's a good question. Do content sharing is on for the. Yeah, the we name. can see it. Oh, I'm looking at all these feats. Yeah, if you go to character, the characters bar at the top, there's feats and then official, and it'll give you all the feats there. So go to characters. Feet. Oh, feet! Right there. Yep. Official. Nice. <clears throat> and then you can, and you can, um, yeah. Uh, so prerequisite and all that stuff. So. What's that? And you can sort them and filter them and stuff like that. So. Oh, can you? Oh, you can. Go advanced filters. Why do you do this? Wait. Oh, it doesn't have. Yeah. You can't sort them by. By what? No. Well, it, it's just basically if you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Well, you can expand them all at once instead of clicking one and then looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that at least. Um, so, no, what I wanted to take, but I don't think it's going to be useful yeah, for a while. Who are you talking to, Chris? Matt. Yes, I got an additional D10, so my max HP is now 34. Oh, what, what'd you roll? An 8. Nice. Matt and Sean, what'd you roll? I rolled a 5. Cool. 